0: Hello and welcome to Everyday Eternal number 144, your favorite, most deceptively named bi legacy podcast. Today's show is brought to you by our brand new patrons, Inkwelder and Christian. If you want to support the running of the show directly, you can support us on patreon.com slash everydayeternal. Guys, so good to see you back. How has Easter been? Did, you, did the Easter Bunny actually... Actually, do, do you guys do Easter Bunny in, in the UK? Or, yeah. like, I know in France, for example, the bells bring like the presents for, on Easter.
1: I haven't done Easter bunny rabbit hunting for a long time since being a kid, <laughs> but it's, it's very much a thing for like the small kids and stuff, which which probably would include me, actually. But um, <laughs> yeah, you know, Easter's really big here and I kind of forget how big it is. So I obviously welcomed a four day weekend. So we had Friday off and today off. And mm-hmm. um, for me, it's just like an <laughs> extra couple of days off work to chill out and stuff. So today I've done nothing but go for a walk. Yeah, like when I was at work last week, every single person was signing off their emails on Thursday saying have a great Easter weekend and stuff. So it is a pretty big holiday here. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay, okay. I was just wondering because I think some countries actually don't do that bunny thing. They they would look at you funny when you tell them, yeah. hey, you got that bunny, like <laughs> shitting up a ton of presents into like, no, the pre made. For kids it's really stuff. just
1: an excuse to get more chocolate, but in all the <laughs> shops there's like loads of uh,
2: chocolate eggs everywhere and stuff. Right, awesome, awesome. Right, right, right. See, like, I had like the exact opposite. Like, um, I also uh, celebrated Easter, like, you know, um, as far as it goes in terms of, like, celebrating, because it was really not allowed to celebrate Um, on my. <laughs>
1: well, uh, dude, in, Jesus in died Brooklyn. and came
0: back or something. I don't know yeah, if he I, comes back later, right? I have no idea. I think he dies on Friday. He, Yeah, he did. This is where they unban Oko.
2: Oko was Jesus. Right.
0: <laughs> We celebrate the death of Jesus. That, that sounds like something Callum would do. Well,
2: like, you know, that that's like something <laughs> I haven't done in like eight years. And, all of, and like the whole time I was in Japan, because Easter is not a thing in Japan. And like now I think I, I realize like what why that is because like it doesn't get advertised at all. And because at the same time, there's also the Hanami season, like the, the cherry blossom season in, in Japan. And that is like, that is tier one. Like everyone has to go. <laughs> everyone has to go drunk, go get drunk in the park. So everyone is already in the park, right? So it's like, like, why do you need another reason to go to the park and go search, uh, search eggs? You so, know, so, that, yeah. so culturally,
0: what what is the tier one or tier zero of festivities in in Japan? Oh wow,
2: like Hanami is pretty much up there. Uh, I think second is probably like New Year, where everyone goes like shrines at midnight and eats soba for whatever reason. Mm-hmm.
3: That sort of <laughs> that,
2: that's, that that sort of stuff. But like, in, you already don't have um, enough holidays in Japan. To begin with um but the few ones are pretty ridiculous because like especially like in the hanami season like every single person gets like drunk as hell so uh <laughs> it is, <laughs> oh, that's, that's it, it, is, is a, it's a good time like it happens really fast because uh, like the all the hardcore people start at like nine in the morning maybe or ten holy shit and it doesn't take very long to get japanese drunk you know like it's uh it happens like starting
1: that early as well is
0: nuts yeah, like so it. culturally, is there, is there any resemblance of something like Christmas? Because I'm asking uh, because I was surprised how much China was celebrating Christmas or like preparing to celebrate Christmas when I was there because like the country isn't isn't Christian. Uh, and the same for, for Japan, even though I think that it's m- somewhat yeah. more Christian than China, like, but still.
2: Well, like Christian are about I think 2 or 3% of the country are Christians. Like what Christmas is in Japan is basically you go to Kedak for a chicken and you get a Bucket of chicken, that's it, and you eat it with your.
0: It's a KFC. It's, it's, Dude, it,
3: it is literally, literally true. <laughs>
2: it is literally like like KFC does like the the, the mate, like the I don't know two hundred percent of their like year income sale whatever just in oh, that's, December.
0: That's an interesting way to it's do it. <laughs> <laughs> we make two hundred percent of our revenue in a single month. Like, yeah, oh, oh, like teach you know, me your ways.
2: I've never I've never been the math person, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it, ch- it checks out to me. I understand it, but it sounds good.
0: <laughs> awesome, yeah. awesome, and you have to like pre—I don't know—pre-order, right? Like, a month yeah, you, you better
2: start in October or November, like right, right, right after um, Halloween, because really? you know, awesome. it might be late after that. Awesome. But yeah, Easter was interest interesting, really. Because, like, I've yet to understand what it is all about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you gonna be all about? Because I, I heard that you are making very big plans for the future of Savatarix.
2: Yeah, maybe you, um, maybe you guys have uh, seen, or maybe not have seen it, because, um, but I have stopped streaming um for more than a month at this point because like i'm taking the whole march and april to completely revamp my uh homepage and how i want to do content in the future because as, as you know you know like social media and like youtube and twitch like it happens so fast and like there are so many new changes and how people uh do content and stream and blah 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 and i i, I want to it is basically like the the maintenance period for you know mm-hmm. for me like as it. as someone who who wants to do like the the best i can do and i also want to be like up to date and i i started streaming about 2 years ago and i kind of want to you know add something to it that's a little more like 2023 <laughs> and with okay. that okay. yeah with that i also thought about like you know adding more merge or like more items um magic players might be interested in buying except tokens because a lot of people already know about tokens. So um there was like this recent idea of um adding stickers and I'm not talking about those like guacamole whatever goblin stickers. (laughs) Like I'm I'm talking like I'm talking like
1: stickers. (laughs) 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 Actually you could make some like custom sabotarix stickers for the sticker cards. Okay. That'd be pretty cool. Oh and then you have to print
0: them on that thing that's Allows you to like rip them off and, and reapply them. No one I, actually
1: does that though, so you could just do like some cool designs for them. Like guacamole. I mean, you you could also just like make
0: them like them like uh, small tokens that you literally you put on top of the card. You don't glue them to the card. I mean, it gets awkward oh. once the card goes to the graveyard. But yeah, you can make it work. Well, like, I guess. I guess you could put sleeve, it in sleeve, the sleeve. But, but yeah. See, out like allowed. Business it. development one on one. Here we go. Here we right. go.
2: Okay. Yeah. I mean, the stickers. I, I was thinking about well pretty much like magic card size. So you could put them on a deck box or you can put them more like on, a, on a on a divider maybe, uh, like a mm-hmm. deck divider or on your wallet. I don't, I don't know, I don't care. Like, you know, there are like a, lo- a lot of different things that you can put stickers on. And another thing I have yet to like announce is maybe also I, I got someone um, who has a 3D printer. And I was like, like what are, what are useful items for Magic the Gathering players? that could be like 3D printed. And like the first thing that kind of crossed my mind were like two things, basically. The first one was uh, deck dividers, but a little thicker maybe. And with some design, because I know that everyone has those like super lame ultimate guard, boring ass, one color mm-hmm. deck dividers. And I thought they could, you know, if you can spice them up a little bit, that could be something yeah. interesting. I've got an and yeah, and maybe like a the second was like a something that reminds you of like an upkeep trigger because everyone puts like a, a six-sided dice on top of the library and I don't, I don't know who came up with that idea, but I think it looks terrible <laughs> mm-hmm. and I kind of want to- That's a cool idea. Make something come up with something that a you can put figure on your library soon. instead.
1: A little figure holding a sign saying, remember your upkeep.
0: Oh like like a small goblin like carrying <laughs> yeah, a yeah. sign. No, I do. No, the okay, just wants to
2: sell me like some Warhammer figure that's <laughs> it. <laughs> you know what? It, it's actually perfect
1: though. I was just going to say you could make a little initiative token as well. Like whoever has the initiative has the token.
2: Oh, I could dig that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like the people who, who use like I don't know, some figurines to move around on the on the, the big copy of the undercity, make like, it look yeah. like a board game. Maybe you should get ah, some dice
1: and a tape measure as well.
0: And you know you you're going to take I don't know, if you, if you play Doomsday, you're going to have your this, this oracle uh, figure or whatever you use it's it's, it's going to be pretty cool. Actually, <laughs> I mean in that side getting
1: like making some little figures of like
2: iconic cards is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's certainly yeah. no copyright infringement there, right?
2: <laughs> Absolutely not. No, no, no. no, no. Like, what, like watch, me, watch me turn Magic the Gathering into a board
0: game. You're like <laughs> fair use, fair use.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, but uh, yeah, those are like, you know, like the things that I've been like on my uh, to-do list for the, the past couple of weeks. And uh, it will all be uh, ready hopefully at the end of a- April is at least what I'm aiming for. Very mm-hmm. cool. Super stoked about all this and I uh, can't wait to stream again and make more content.
0: Dude, I love that sticker that I've already seen of yours. That, I was about to say are these record? we've Damn, got some bro. stickers
1: in the uh <laughs> in the show notes. Are these announced already?
2: Uh not yet. Uh, no well actually I, I posted them on Twitter just real quick um to just to see like what the reactions are. Mm-hmm. And like yeah like this the one on the on the on the left on the, on the right that's actually an alteration i think as a sketch i did for for someone um like as a goblin token for Fable of the mirror Breaker, and i used that as part of a meme <laughs> i've oh, never i've never i've never used my art as a meme but i thought you know might as well like give it a shot uh, so like it like you know at a at a, at a tournament like you always go like you know, oh, dude, what's your record? What's your record, right uh, between the rounds and then,
0: I no no matter what, a... you know you know explaining the choke rarely ever like makes it better. <laughs> okay, good.
1: <laughs> I, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. <laughs> I need can, can you design me like a little token or like a 3D printed thing saying please don't tell me your record. I, I don't need to know your story from your last game.
2: Oh, I like that too. <laughs> yeah, like a mute button or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. It's like oh, that's not as funny though. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. <laughs> I, I really like, like your okay. Mulligan one though. That's cool. There's a mulligan one. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. It, well, I it's love that that Like one. the Japanese characters. Right. One. But what does it actually say?
2: Marigang. Marigang? Marigang is mali- mulligan. Oh, really? How, how
0: many more years until the Japanese language has been completely taken over by basically, what are they called? Um, the When you basically re-phonetically re- translate English words into English and in, into Japanese. Is that katakana?
2: Yeah, it's katagana, yeah. Uh, katakana. Yeah. You know, just give it 40, at least 40.
0: Like, like, the more stuff that gets invented, oh, wow. the more katakana take over, I would guess.
2: Oh, yeah. Also, katakana is like considered the cool language in Japan oh, already. It? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's easy, it's international, like, people love it. Um, I wonder
0: whether it's actually easier for people to in Japan to learn English then.
2: Uh, it should be, but, you
0: know. Oh. <laughs> well, what's email? What's email in Japanese? I'm, I'm not going to bother you with more. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs>
2: you, you cut the E, yeah.
0: Awesome. So you're saying you're by, by the end of April you're gonna probably be announcing all of your basically project I don't know Savatarix 2.0 or something rebranded Savatarix.
2: Pretty much pretty much that that's my that's my goal. I, I hope I can uh, make it work. I'm you know I'm like about like figuring out like where what's the best place to print playmats, what's the best place to you know get something like 3D printed? what are other items that no one has even, even thought about uh, that could be useful for Magic the Gathering. Stuff like that, you know, it's uh, it's
0: bumper stickers for your car, stickers for your. <laughs> I think golfing. that's really cool. <laughs> I think
1: accessories is like, especially for uh, like eternal focus things, is uh, an area to tap into, like. I think these sound cool. Like, I want to get some stickers now. Yeah, You
0: know what I like? Yeah. I like that you don't make it like just Savatarix focused because I think that wears out at some point. But if you if you have some other content, right? Like your your meme stickers or whatever you use or something that actually has an application, I think that's going to be a lot more interesting than just your, your brand, right? Unless exactly. your brand gets so awesome and so <laughs> big that people, like it goes beyond your personality. It's just like the Savatarix lifestyle. Yeah, I want to oh, associate with that. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what would Savatarix I- <laughs> do? <laughs> <laughs> cool yeah cool. what about you guys what happened in the of um, what have you been up to dudes and also I have, a, uh, I have a lot of questions but you, you go first
1: a lot
2: of questions okay um
1: i've been pretty good uh been work has been pretty crazy the last couple like few weeks we've just had like a major upgrade on our back end which is really boring but it's taken about 18 months <laughs> and we just launched like a new back end and new website last week and it was Like nothing properly works and we're all trying to work out as we go along. So it was a lot of working late and working hard and getting there early and stuff. So that's been taking up my time. But we had LM yesterday, which is always fun. Um, This is the first one at a new venue, which um, I think is cool so far. A little bit of problems to start off, but it's not too bad. Uh, We had a really cool top eight. Uh, I was just going to shout it out quickly because it's very varied and very fun and actually pretty representative of Legacy. So, there's only 29 players because it was Easter Sunday weekend. I think a lot of people have kids and they were busy with that or they went on a holiday with family. But we had first place was Jacob Crook with A Cast. Second place was Tom Durans with Cephala Breakfast. Third was Chris Grimsey with Reanimator. Fourth was Stanley Franks with Shadow. Fifth was James Bailey with Mono Black Helm. Sixth was Yatka with uh, White Red Initiative. Seventh was myself with Red Black Painter. It was definitely a rigged tournament. What a fraud. Yeah. <laughs> And eighth was Arta with Jeskai Staff Control with Humilities and stuff. Um so yeah, pretty cool. Eight cast, Cephala Breakfast, Reanimator Shadow, Mono Black Helm Initiative, Painter and Control.
2: That's pretty varied and pretty cool, right? I think you have yet to mention Delva, but oh what's what's
1: Delva? What? No, no it's what it's what? a rare sighting. <laughs> this is uh, April twenty twenty three. That's we don't t- talk about bad cards now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So dude callum, I have I have one big question. How come you started hosting your your tournaments in, in this strip club? It's not oh. a strip
1: club. It's a cabaret bar. I mean, it's... <laughs> okay, so what they a, tell, it's like, a split text a thing. Man or something? It's a cabaret bar with, like, shows upstairs. And then the downstairs is a working men's club, which are, like, um for, for working men people, for uh, just, like, locals, basically. So it's just it's just a bar downstairs.
0: I literally Googled it because it's called the working men's club. Yeah. Which...
1: I know, I know what it looks like when you Google it, and uh, it's it's a very common thing. Like upstairs is just a different venue. We're in the downstairs, and what happens upstairs nobody talks about. I haven't been there yet. That's that's on Fridays and Saturdays. <laughs> okay, okay. Like, um,
0: I, I, you literally, I, I literally googled it. Like I I got suspicious because it was called Working Men's. Club. by the way, there's women mm-hmm. uh, women allowed as well. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> maybe maybe that's the most normal thing ever to exist in the UK. Just like to me, as an outsider, it sounds so weird. Quite
1: normal. It's it's just a cabaret and club night place.
0: Okay, okay. I looked it up and it had like this. But well, the no, only thing missing was like a stripper pole. It's it's uh, not a strip like club. This, it's a uh, just a this cabaret neon club night. lighted heart on the stage, and I was like, oh, okay, interesting venue, man.
1: <laughs> I think you've just
0: not heard of cabaret clubs. <laughs> I I have, I have, but it didn't say that. So just like okay. said, Bethnal no, Green, Rocking Man stuff.
1: <laughs> no, no, we're in the downstairs, which is like it's pretty old. The place, so it's very much like if you imagine like a nerd den, it is hundred percent a nerd den. Like uh, we we play Warhammer there every Wednesday as well. They do nights there, and this is the first time they're having a magic tournament there. So they've okay. let me in. I've I've asked if I can use it and stuff.
0: And you you switch there permanently?
1: Not hundred percent yet. So basically, there's pros and cons to this place and the last place. The last place is a much nicer place. It's. Uh, run by a friend, Nick and stuff. And he was getting too busy on Saturdays. So he asked me to move it to Sundays. And I really don't really want to do Sundays because I like to finish, like, you know, I finish up at, I've got to always be there until the very end of the top eight and stuff. So finishing on Sundays, sometimes at like 9pm and then getting home and then get ready to go to work. I I didn't like that in the past. So I said, no, I was looking for a new venue. And then this one could only do Sundays as well, but it's like twice the size and the last place is lovely, but it's quite small. So we're always reaching the limit and it's very crowded and I was getting a bit exhausted from being small and stressed with Mm -hmm. it as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying this new place. It's, as I said, it's an older building. Um, It's, yeah, not as nice and stuff. They don't serve food there, but it's next to a high street. So there's pros and cons to both. I don't really want to do Sundays for either, but finding venues in London for cheap is very, very, very hard. So I'm juggling certain things now.
0: Uh, Outgrowing your venue is a nice problem to have, I guess.
1: That's the other thing. So the one before like fit 44 people, I think was the kind of limit I always put it at. It could like squeeze a couple more in if we really wanted. This one can do 60 to 70, okay, which, is, okay. which is a really nice big jump. And we were pretty close to like, we meet the 44 quite often. And then a waitlist comes and then it dwindles off. And we usually have around just under 44 because people on the waitlist, you know, make other plans as you would. And then a few people drop on the day. Whereas if I can just release 60, or 70 tickets, like mm-hmm. everyone will be able to come. And I think they will get busier and stuff. And we're going to do an ELM qualifier there in a couple of months as well. So I just wanted more space for that. But it's, I don't know. It's also 30 seconds from my house, <laughs> which is nice. <laughs> um, I, at the beginning, I was feeling like a little bit uh, kind of feeling a little bit bad about it because i was like okay well i'm obviously this is selfish but actually it was completely by coincidence and if i'm running things every month and it's on sundays i kind of like able to get home quickly so no if uh, anyone listening who attends them it's um it's gonna be there for a while i want to see how it fleshes out in a few months but it's it's kind of open now to seeing where we where we
0: go with it yeah (laughs) cool Cool. Yeah, I played in our local tournament as well. I played in the et cetera that we hosted for April. We also had a lower turnout. We think that's probably because there was this big tournament and like. like don't even get me started. I have no idea how it works. with like pro tour, regional qualifier, and whatever it is. But there were about a thousand people in Prague in the Czech Republic. But we still managed to get, like, I think 29 or something. Like, usually we get, like, 50-ish. Uh, but so that was a pretty good turnout. Did, did you
1: see the DreamHack
0: thing streaming this weekend
1: in America? Uh,
0: in San Diego, right? I uh, can't remember yeah, where it was. Pretty sure it's San Diego, yeah.
1: That was the equivalent of the European one in Prague where like yeah. the, the, I I could be wrong here because I, I was watching both the top 2 get world invites and the top 16 got pro tour invites uh-huh, and uh-huh. there was a lot of money on the line so all the players in prague to play in the main thing you had to win like a, a little qualifier which okay but the, uh,
0: the, the thing that I'm still like not this thing is still smaller than a pro, like a smaller than a pro tour but bigger than a pro tour qualifier right yes and
1: arguably harder and harder than a gp like, it's probably equivalent to a GP Day 2. So every single person playing in the thing in Prague had qualified, like, a local qualifier. It's RCQ, I think. Regional Championship Qualifier. Mm-hmm. They're, like, the old PPTQs, I guess. But
3: didn't they
0: have, like, a thousand people in Prague?
1: Yeah. So every country is running lots of these RCQs. So
0: a lot of people qualify for it. Okay, so it's one of those things, if you really want to qualify for you probably can?
1: Yes. Yeah, I think so. There uh, is quite a lot but... around. And some, okay. like... This is where some discrepancy comes in. Some local ones are, like, 15 people uh, if you go to, like, the smaller towns mm-hmm. and stuff. But uh, the online ones have, like, that. 400 people, so, yeah. But okay. no,
0: just so, yeah, it's a pretty prestigious one. And the Top two got world invites. It's pretty cool. Yeah, the world invite thing, that's pretty big. And have they changed worlds to mean, like, the bigger... You, you know how in the past, for most of the time of Magic, uh, Magic's assistant, worlds was basically, like, the fifth pro tour, right? Yeah. Where you had, like, a couple hundred, maybe a thousand, I don't know, people, Not probably not a thousand and then we had this world that was only like 16 people. Yeah. And now worlds is going to be like, I guess, a couple hundred or maybe I don't less.
1: No, actually, now. I think it's always been smaller than that.
0: But, but worlds, yeah, we, we had like worlds which was basically proto sized until like, yeah. I don't know, 2000, whatever. Uh, and then we, we got worlds which was like 16 people. Cool. Uh, I have a feeling for, it's for smaller
1: now. I have a feeling it's more like. Th- 30-something, 30 32, 40-something. Okay, okay. But I'm not sure. I'm guessing now. I can't
0: remember. <laughs> so anyway, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we, we played, et cetera. I got... Mm-hmm. Uh, which place did I get? I think I got fourth. I don't really Top know four. how to count because we, we <laughs> give prizes after Swiss, but then... You also play for the for the invitational invite, and a lot of people are already qualified for the invitational, so they just like drop out and then everybody else plays. And I don't mm-hmm. know, but what the, so I I got I got fourth, I dropped out. Uh I nice. had a lot of fun, played black, red, painter. I think my only loss was to oh yeah, we <laughs> we called it right. Blue, white, red, chess guy, humility staff control, <laughs> even though he only mm-hmm. played a single couple of humility, so I guess I can't really call it that. But yeah, humility, dude. You you called it on the last episode. Humility just drags painter, right?
1: Yeah. I played against that deck in my uh, in LLM yesterday, but I managed to just like get under the combo both times. Like, oh, get, okay, on, yeah, get works, under humility. But yeah. it, it's if a humility hits the board and you don't have a painter in play already, then mm-hmm. yeah, you're screwed. Yeah, that's I, the difference, I, I,
0: right? If you already have it in play and then you find the grandson killed him, that works. But if you yeah. find a painter later on, it's basically like dressed down.
1: Yeah. I've even said, like, in the Discord today, I was like, maybe we play Feed the Swarm, which
2: sucks, but.
0: Oh, is that the the oh, the, the black
1: dude. enchantment that, remover spell? That,
2: that's like the only black, yeah, enchantment remover spell. Well, like we're playing dude, black like, and red, the colors with the worst enchantment. Man, like <laughs> Rak- Rakdos sucks really. In that regard,
1: I think
0: I'd almost rather run something like Chaos Warp. I don't know,
1: <laughs> Chaos Warp, or just like Splash for a wear tear or rip apart.
0: Well, yeah, that's probably. just like, yeah, not, not what, what would that be? Chant- oh, no, no, I I will never be found playing a Chunt deck. I mean, <laughs> yeah. rectos is already hard. Like, Mardu would probably be the burst, but I'm, you you'll know, never catch me playing a Chunt deck I technically anymore.
2: played Jun Painter. I have a Haywire mic.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. But that doesn't work against Humility <laughs> as well.
2: I love those uh, this Chaos Warp, though. like it, I've always had a sweet spot for, uh, for Chaos Warp, because it was like the fifth or sixth removal in like a deck called Next Level Threshold back in the day. Uh, it was mm. like a, a slightly slower Canadian threshold deck at
0: I, I remember that. It had like a it snap
2: had... cost in it and like no and click. Jay? Yeah. No, wait. <laughs> Actually, that was right after that. I think okay. it was like. But basically, like you cut all the dimble monkeys and then you add like Grim Lava monsters and like Did you have Serve Temptation? Or is that next level? Brilliant? Yeah, no 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 no. Like the early versions it had like a copy or two. Sweet. And like in, in those decks, like like rock was just there was no sorts of plowshares-ish card, like right after Lightning Bolt. Chay Lightning was terrible. Yeah. And uh, you know, people still play Rushing River and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, and yeah. I think like Chaos Warp just kind of made it fit because mm-hmm. there were a lot of spell based decks also back in the day where a chaos warp was it's
0: pretty, pretty cool dead, yeah. yeah it yeah.
2: it's dead anyway but
3: you
1: know Julian <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. you're going to cast chaos warp on a humility and they're going to put another one in off it
0: <laughs> well, uh,
3: <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Well, yeah. like or like no a They play like
0: brainstorm and response. You're like, oh shit, here we go. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, got got fourth place in that, and I'm I right. also got another top eight. Was it top eight or top four? I think it was actually a top four. I don't remember. Uh, was it? Yeah, it was a top four in nice. the Sunday Legacy Challenge. So or three in the challenges in a row. Crushing. Holy shit. Well, not so much now, but yeah, for, for quite a <laughs> while, for like the earlier half of the month, I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did really well with Painter, like basically top editing everything I entered. Uh, but I guess it's yeah. easier if you enter 29 <laughs> tournament. Yeah, roster <also laughs> challenges. But this weekend I got crushed. I think like I've never been crushed before when I played both challenges in the weekend because I entered both challenges and I ended up dropping both challenges. And I'm not sure that has actually ever happened to me. Pl- like, mm. I'm usually the kind of guy I play it out because, you know, if, if you do reasonably well, you, you still get your entry back, which when you mm-hmm. think about it is 300 tickets. Uh, yeah, I wish. <laughs> 300 player <laughs> points, which is like, I don't know, $25 or something. And and you feel like, okay, well, I mean, I got the experience and maybe I got better and, and everything and I got my money back. No, I literally burned 600 player points, which is like, whoa, dude. <laughs> nice. And it wasn't even close. Like, I got crushed left and right, completely destroyed. To add to that, I usually, like, I don't know, I've been super deep into Warcraft 3 again. Like, I'm watching so much Warcraft 3, it's not even funny anymore. Like, it's probably an addiction, actually. (laughs) So I I was playing, like, all these tournaments, like, watching Warcraft 3 on the side and and making stupidest mistakes. But, I mean, yeah, uh, part of that was also I just, like, didn't say why. (laughs) Even Giants bleed. I I went
1: one, two drop, like, last Sunday. And I I could have obviously played on. I just felt like uh, I was playing badly. I was watching something. Something was going on. I I was watching something, and I made, like, three or four misplays to just lose the first two rounds. I was like, I'm playing so
2: bad. I'm so distracted. I'm just going to cut it off there. Yeah. Okay. I, like, I was in the very same challenge and I started 0-2 mm-hmm. and I just, you know, I had like nothing else to do anyway. Like, you know, I, I was in the middle of like doing something on my PC. So I just kept mm-hmm. going and 0-2 uh, into 2, 5 and 2. You know, like yeah. some, Sometimes those things happen and uh, I felt, it felt really good, especially because like the, the two losses were against... "Quote unquote good matchups." I played Doomsday and I lost like Naya Depths and like some Maverick deck, I think. Oh, shit. And then I and then I crushed Delva ref, left and right, and it's like, dude, like, what the hell am I doing? Like, the world is flipped <laughs> on its head.
0: Okay, so if you tell me you started 0 and 2 and you finished 5 and 2, that has like 17th place written all over it for me.
2: Uh, y- yeah, something like I was in the top 32, I think. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say like ex- right outside top 16.
2: I barely <laughs> didn't make it to the top 16. Like I had like the the worst. Uh, break as possible but
0: okay, awesome Damn. awesome cool yeah so that was it from our side uh what we are going to talk about today is our legacy three by three which uh i guess at least for callum and me uh, we're gonna get to kai in a moment <laughs> 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 no! kai, kai didn't really understand the the tra- challenge but the um, we'll, we'll make it work <laughs>
2: <laughs> well like to explain so um so we always have a ch- like little like chat you know before we uh Go on. No, no, we we have like an
0: appointment, and that you know never show up to. we like for two hours, discuss the schedule and the layout of the entire show, and that's what Callum and I do. I really gotta,
2: I really gotta work on my English or my reading skills or whatever it is, because like I came up with like my top nine decks of all time. (laughs) That was a lot
0: of rug. Honestly, like I I actually feel bad for you.
2: Yeah, since, (laughs) since 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 Legacy, really, and
1: like we'll we'll come back and talk about like history stuff, and you can use it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In, in the past, like people really enjoyed history stuff and I do as well, very much so. And we, we Talked about this, right? We're going to make this an episode in the future where we come up with like I think if we do top nine for every one of us, that's like twenty seven decks. That's (laughs) Uh, that's, maybe twenty seven podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe there's some overlaps, but uh, we we could do something like top three decks of all times that we either like enjoyed or whatever you like wanna attribute to them, like most defining decks of their era, whatever. I think we can do something in the future. What we're doing today is uh, we're going to talk about our legacy three by three, which basically means. Every one of us picks their three best aggro decks, their three best control decks, and their three best combo decks. And yes, I know Midrange exists. You just slotted in there, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to make it easy. Okay. Uh, but before that, I quickly want to go over two decks that actually jumped out to me because we had a couple of tournaments, right? Uh, as we usually do, the showcase challenge qualifier and a couple of challenges. And one deck I want to talk about comes to us from Hank the Obese from, was it Texas? I think we got to meet Hank. Is, is yep. His name is not this Is it Hank? Lee. Is it? His he's he's neither obese nor, nor Hank. Like no, <laughs>
1: it's his, all wrong. <laughs> his name is Lee, and Hank was the name of his dog.
0: Oh, is Hank obese. Oh, yeah. See, I got the intel. I go, <laughs> hi, Hank. You, you, yeah, you can like answer all the security questions now. <laughs> but by the way, what's your mother's maiden name? <laughs> I always wondered. <laughs> what's your?
1: Uh, where did you go to school? Yeah, your first. Yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. What's your do- first dog's name? Yeah. Oh, we yeah. got that now. So,
0: so how would you describe this deck? Like, I, I would say this is basically a redirector combo inside a Helm of obedience, Doughty mm-hmm. white walker leyline deck.
2: Uh, yeah, so like, it's I mean, that was that was not a name. That was an explanation of what the <laughs> <you> dance.
3: <data
0: is. laughs> <laughs> True, yeah, sure. but, you know these, these 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 tags have been around forever, and they never really had proper names. Uh, they have like very different iterations like, dude
2: it, it's Ors of Control like what Like this what is Control
0: I, what do do? famous Control deck of like Dark Ritual well it has one sudden edict okay that's such <laughs> an ugly conference. sentence Ors of Control <laughs> dude,
2: it plays Kaya like what, a six, it's a, a, like a six or seven mana planeswalker right? yeah like, Kaya
0: is insane like actually I, I, I mm. literally had to read up Kaya because I didn't know what she does and I was like oh is this like the three mana Kaya like ghost something <laughs> no this is Intangible Slayer and Intangible Slayer basically does everything I think mm. for Zero it draws you two cards and then you you get to destroy something and make a copy of it for a minus. And for a plus, like everybody loses three life and you gain three life, which is easily the best ability, right? That's mm-hmm. how it works. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. This is. Um, do, you want, do
1: you want to like, read through the deck list? Because it's pretty out there. It's pretty different.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I I guess we can do that. We have three copies of Ham of Obedience, four Arena Rector, two Opposition Agent, four Dolty Voidwalker, four Grief, four Layland of the Void, four Dark Ritual, a single copy of Sudden Edict. Uh, then a pretty straight-up mana base that has two Phyrexian Tower and two Cavern of Souls, one Ugin, the Spirit Dragon, three Karn, the Great Creator, one Kaya and Tentrible Slayer, four copies of Cable Therapy, and three copies of Reanimate. Oh, is a spicy one as well, I guess. <laughs> so, like, the combo that Lee
1: has been pushing, which I think he f- he played... Uh, or he, he played a bit of Shadow, after because he was friends with Joe Brennan, who came second at Four Seasons with uh the shadow list with like griefs and then reanimates and he's just been like pushing grief reanimate it's like that's such a strong play pattern mm-hmm. so i oh, yeah. think it was it was picked up from shadow to like help fight initiative so you like you know you take their initiative creatures or the removal and then you have this menace creature on board to help fight it um initiative is still around in the, the metagame but i think people are realizing that that play pattern and that kind of combo synergy of cards is just very very good anyway especially also when you play like your own discard spells you have Cabal therapy you can sometimes take a creature and then reanimate that as well reanimate is just showing to be a pretty solid card and it was like almost there you could almost play it in some decks but now having this grief synergy is really strong so he's been pushing that and i i can say i cannot say it later now but this was on my short list of like best combo decks in the format i oh, think wasn't I think it's very. It's kind of funny how it
0: still doesn't have a name, but it's already there.
2: Like rector scam,
0: rector scam. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: There's a there's a modern deck that's kind of kind of similar to this. Yeah. What what I like about like those reanimates is that like not only is it busted with grief, it also goes kind of well with doughty voidwalker. I think because like you can like kind of rebuy stuff. And Mm -hmm. I'm not a doughty Water expert, but I believe the uh, the cards um, keep those uh, void counters on them.
0: You mean I if Voidwalker dies and then comes back? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I believe so. You, you can use mm-hmm. future Voidwalkers to cast spells exiled with initial Voidwalkers. Yeah. That's pretty that awesome. Works. That's yeah. pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. And I guess it's also another way to get back Arena Rector and then you can sacrifice it straight away <laughs> to Cable Therapy without yeah, them you, being you, able to sort of. Yeah, like if, like
2: if Kaya is not enough, you can also get Eugene in addition. <laughs> like I've played against <laughs> this a couple of times and they
1: get Ugin usually. Uh, it's, it's pretty powerful if you get it into play. Um, this deck is also abusing the best card in the format Ancient Tomb, like, which Pretty is another strong. sign of strength. Yeah, no, like, this has I'm
0: Dark Rich's Tomb. I'm disagree. Strong. Like, we talked about how people might actually start uh, discussing banning Ancient Tomb in the future. We're and I've already that. seen the first instances of that happening, right? I've, I have I I think I copied some messages to you that, that I received and that I saw on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to put it out there. If we actually end up I mean, now I'm creating the quote-unquote hype. No, I guess I should <laughs> no, do that. It's like it I said, fulfilling be. prophecy. Canem uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> is already, like, scared. Dude, I nope, don't nope, talk nope. about this?
2: I <laughs> nah, uh, like, you know, not going to worry about it. Like, we're going to go over to, like, Crystal Vane or something. You know, it's got to it's be a <laughs> yeah, <that's>, perfect. <laughs> <It's> yeah, <gonna laughs> that's perfect. Same thing, same thing.
0: You know, Crystal Wayne kind of, like, it's a card that's sitting there on the side, and it looks back in, like, 2006, and it looks at City of Traitors and Ancient Tomb, and it's like... Guys, we used to hang. What happened? Like, yes, <laughs> when mud just was everything. <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry, we're too good for you now. <laughs> or rather, you've always been bad, but now it's it's not even like close. <laughs> Dude, I feel sorry for Crystal Wayne. That's like pretty cool art.
1: It's it's cool art. It's just, just bad. Like uh, a friend of mine, Ren, <laughs> was playing Painter yesterday. at Lm and they, I saw them casting stuff off it, and then I like, have to sack it to play a Fable turn to rather than be a city they don't have cities and it's like oh, that's so much worse you don't I mean the they eventually the have turn. to
2: suck it anyway <laughs> like what's the difference yeah <laughs> but,
1: you, but it adds two mana rather than four or six like yeah yeah turn. it's you know one different. of my two favorite, two favorite patterns. i think this card legitimately sucks okay. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know one of my favorite patterns when when i feel like a bad opening that's somewhat reliant on city of traders i like going turn one fable they counted and then you can still go turn uh go turn to second fable with mm-hmm. the city into into mountain which yeah. i mean it's not one of the best openings we have, but it, it still like puts so much pressure on the opponent. That's and still I, I like that still added
1: twice as much mana as the crystal vein.
0: Yeah, but crystal vein yeah. is like yeah, but I, I go like long. Oh, it's like, okay, yeah, it, whatever. It's mm. you know sometimes going long is too long. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> cool. Yeah.
1: Back to the deck that doesn't go long because it's uh, scamming. Yeah. I, I I think it's good and I think people should try it. Like it's like dark ritual and agent tomb are insanely busted cards, and then you're playing these new good payoffs like. The the lay helm combo started to, you know, pick up in this modern black combo deck, and it's just a different variation of that.
2: And I don't know, arena Rector is pr- proven yeah. to be pretty good. Like it's not a yeah. meme. It's strong. like Ka- Kaya also seems pretty castable. Like at mm-hmm. some point, I think, like you know, maybe on yeah. turn, I don't know, before you flutter completely. Like well, isn't isn't
0: Kaya like insanely much mana, dude? I, I'm not so sure seven, about that.
2: But it's like if you know, it's just seven. But you have ancient ruins you know? and stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah, but you you can only like use. Like, three colorless mana for Kaya. I mean, she, she has, like, so, the most we, insane mana requirements. I'm actually going to look her it's, up. It's we, white, go, white,
1: white, black, black three.
0: Yeah, Yeah. come yeah. on, come on, come on. How often <laughs> it's are we casting possible. It's,
1: it's possible. That's all Kaya's saying. Of course. I, I, mean, we're also,
0: I yeah, think we are more likely to cast Ugin than we will cast Kaya.
2: I mean that's why we have three scrublands. Like every yeah, time of. I, every time I see multiple scrublands, you know it kind of <laughs> makes me happy because I, I think a lot of people have scrublands at home. Yeah, I was
0: know. gonna say like, I, I, are you trying to sell some scrublands right now, or what's going <laughs> on? <laughs> dude,
3: I literally scrubs only
0: scrub sale,
2: sale. <laughs> 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 I only own like one scrubland. I'm dude, I'm I'm so happy every time I can like finally use it because I think like scrubland legitimately sucks. I remember about, like, like a scrubland. year ago
0: or something on stream, you you had this challenge where you were like, oh, if I have five all oh, with this Doomsday deck list, then I have to. Buy a f- uh, foreign blackboard at Scrapland. It's yeah, that, one.
2: That, that was a that was an Esper Esper deck. I Is think scammed yeah. by Max. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> man. <laughs> well, that was a good stream, but yeah, now I got it, and I've actually never used it in paper. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It'll come. Maybe you'll play Esper uh, oh, Vile at
1: some point.
0: Oh, yeah. And speaking of another Ancient Tomb deck, we have Killer Bee, who won the most recent Legacy Challenge this Sunday with, uh. what, what do we actually call Killer Bee's deck? It has been around for a while, right? The Riddler, is it that? The Riddler, yeah. 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 And Killer B made some additions to that. Like, the card that stood out to me the most was Vindictive Flamestoker, which is a Phyrexian Wizard for a red 1 and 2. Uh, when you cast a non-creature spell, put an oil counter on Vindictive Flamestoker, and then you can, call, uh, you can pay six and a red and sacrifice it, draw four cards, just straight up, and this ability costs one less for each oil counter on it. So basically for every, I don't know, Mox, Opal, Lion, Side Diamond, Botevi, Mishres, Bobble, uh, as you cycle through your deck, this card gets insanely cheap, and then for basically two red, you can draw four cards. I guess that's that's the whole idea behind it, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, mm. you only forgot that you have to discard your hand first before you draw anything. Oh yeah,
0: it like this deck, like, you you just <laughs> like you put it to all
2: discard. out there. I'm just say this now. This is the hardest legacy deck I've ever played in my life.
1: I've tried it a little bit like before he added Flame Stoker. B is, if you're listening, dude, you're you're nuts. Like he wins so much with this deck, and this is his first challenge win, but he's come second quite a lot. And he seems like he's he's the only person that can do it. Like look at these one ofs and two ofs. Like it's mental. Yeah, one of Microsith Gardens, a Cyborg Surge, no Slaughter Packs, a Haywire Mike, an it's Ox like a Oxvigonus in, in the main deck. <laughs> it's like, he's played it so much; it all makes sense to him. I've tried it, and genuinely, this deck is so hard. Like sometimes you get the Herb up like Echo with construct uh, with uh, the Cuttable constructs, but playing against Hate with this deck is so tough. And I don't know, he's beaten my Hate a bunch of times. It's I I just it's too hard for me.
0: So what, what are we actually doing with search node? Because I looked it up because I thought maybe it's a different card. No, but it's the the one mana artifact that allows you to put charge counter on target artifacts. Uh, what are we doing <laughs> with that?
1: Bear with me. Let's
0: have a look.
2: <laughs> um,
0: because I was like, am I misremembering like, what the card does or something? I yeah, yeah, I, I mean, do you so. like
2: you, what people did in modern was at least to put it on like everflowing chalice and like other oh, to, to get mana rocks, you know, to to, to net more Ooh, mana. Oh, I just
1: worked it out. Can you guys work it out? Wait,
0: okay, give me a see. second. Uh yeah. it's not related to Earth's saga, right? Okay, can you like uh, No, I mean oh, oh, a- oh, is there a way where you go like Mikos and Leth Gardens, copy your Ursa saga and put counters on it or something and then stays around forever? I, I don't know. Probably not. Like I'm I'm only coming up with like total bullshit bullshit here.
1: Okay. I I I've just worked it out, I think, and I just need to check a card. Uh, uh, uh. so I think it's his way t- you can find it off saga and then you can put a charge counter on Chalice of the Void
0: oh, wait. <laughs> oh and, and like because Chalice of the Void on Zero is so good against you yeah and then you put it on oh my god this is Throne of Geth or whatever it's called all along yeah. again yeah, but you can but
2: get it with wait um,
0: wh- oh, this, the, is, this where is, where is amazing the,
2: where, the, where the hell do you see, do? You guys see Chalice of the Void no 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 on opponents no for
0: the opponents Chalice of the oh, Void like, gosh. oh gosh go <laughs> oh gosh <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Killer like, B is dude, blowing I- our
1: minds while we're like live on
0: air
2: oh gosh
0: I mean, Killer B has been doing that to me as, as well. I, I remember losing to Killer B uh, when he got Grindstone. He's off, got a one of Cyborg
1: like, Grindstone. Just to which actually does brainstone.
0: nothing other than like, killing Paint out of nowhere. I guess you could mill yourself to find uh, extra copies of Echo of Eons. But like 99.9% is, is just like killing randomly killing right. right <laughs> I just need to, I I just need to read
1: the, out his Cyborg because it's just wild and it's so beautifully weird. One grindstone, one cabal therapy, one defense grid, one empty of the Warrens, one silence, four Laydown of the void, one tourment script, one chain of vapor, one surge node, two slaughter pact, and one haywire just like the one of cabal therapy, <laughs> you, you, you just know, don't it, get that. It is, yeah, amazing. it is so janky, holy shit. But I saw I saw you, you him stream into- against uh, Arkan and the the therapy. He hit triple source of powers, then went off with the same construct. <laughs>
0: you know, Kai, you, you're uh, planning the future of samatarix I think you should have a some kind of quiz show live on air or something where you show, like you have contestants, right? And you show them a sideboard and they have to guess which deck it belongs to, which deck <laughs> archetype. Because if you show somebody this sideboard, first of all, they're going to say, okay, this is the worst card in Wishboard I've ever seen. And then they, they look through the rest and they have no idea what's going on. Yeah, because that, that's, how that, I feel. That,
2: that's not even the current. Like, I, I would probably, like, if I display this sideboard, it would probably give me like an error message or something, you know? <laughs> like, this is. <laughs>
0: Are you sure, Mr. Zavatarix? This yeah, is insane.
2: Okay. Like, what is that? Yeah, that's one of Cabal Therapy. And there's, I think there's no way to check your opponent's hand either. There's also like a one of silence. Like, what the hell is that? You, you know what I like?
0: I, I almost like the idea of just like having Cabal Therapy in there because the deck usually can go through the entire deck if, once it goes off and so every one of you put in there is, is gonna be a way to eventually you know I don't know you hit their mind trap or something oh dude it's
2: technically a four off dude that, that's like giga brain like like the, you know like the sideboard it feels more like a 60 card sideboard cause like you mean, gotta you draw look at all it, your cards anyway there there's an the either well. can
0: be found of Saga or is something that you wanna find in a very late game when, when you cycle through your entire deck and you wanna disable the one thing they could have and and then you just kill them mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. tune for the therapy as well <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I mean, I'll oh, do the next Uh
3: oh, uh oh.
2: <laughs> you know, like like if, when I see a sideboard like this, like from the other side of the table, like it must be so ridiculously hard to to sideboard against this deck if you like don't know how they're gonna fight against you in, in post sideboard games.
3: Yep. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's when you randomly get killed by grindstone when he passes painter. And <laughs> actually, I didn't even get killed by grindstone one game. I literally had to blast my own painter. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> <laughs> You gotta do what you gotta do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, yeah. In the future you'll blast their saga, I guess.
0: Yeah, if I knew. I actually I literally could have done that and I didn't. And looking back. I mean. I mean, I I keep saying this, but when you make mistakes in Magic Online, it's so great because you don't make them again. I mean, also it's the same when you do it on paper, but historically, like the big paper events made up more. But now when you think about it, like the, the amount of money I guess you can earn is over the entire year, thinking about you you can actually big on Magic Online. But anyway, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if anyone's a fan of LED, like, and doing really broken things with LED, this deck may just be the best LED deck in the yeah. format.
0: Whoa, yeah. best LED deck, maybe even best Ancient Tomb deck. Not Ancient Tomb. Okay, let, let, let's approach okay. from this side. H- how do we hate this shit, other than Nairod?
2: Uh, Collector Oof. Oh, okay. <laughs> same kind. <type. laughs> <Stone laughs> I mean,
0: dude, technically correct. Um, <laughs> no, okay, you got me. Narset
1: and Holbreach are very good against it. Because they're trying Amatist, to I guess. a lot. Uh, it stops the Riddlesmith and Echo. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, so. okay. Okay, we, we... If it needs to be fought at some point in the distant future, we will have at least the yeah. technology to
3: do um,
1: that. It's worth noting, like, the, the creatures are better. Like, Narset is good, but it's much weaker because the constructs from Sagas can attack it. And you do have like Riddlesmiths and Constructs to play in attack as well.
0: It's so many matches yeah. I actually lost to that deck where literally just Saga beat down. Their Constructs like, are I, I had like all the everything I needed, like protection, thorns, what have you. And they mm-hmm. would just like, go oh, Saga, Saga, hit you for seven, hit you for seven. It's
1: it's, it's absolutely over. legit. Like their deck is 27 artifacts. Um, so yeah, <laughs>
0: their Constructs are really big. You know, I'm, I might actually need to redo my, my Legacy 3 by 3 But no, 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 I got it here. I got it here. No, Should we move into that? Yeah, just yeah. yeah. Both
1: these decks are very good, and again, like if you want to kill your brain, try try playing some Killer Bee, Riddler. Yeah, I mean, awesome. like, if,
2: so if if you put like those two decks, like the the Scrubland Helm of Beating's Kaya deck and this Riddlesmith deck, to the test, like you know one versus one, like who would win?
1: My money's on uh, Riddler. It's just faster. I can kill 10. Yeah,
0: men. yeah, definitely. Definitely. Y- you know what I would love to do? I would love to take these deck lists and travel back in time, like 17 years, and go to people and be like, hey, this is what you're going to be doing in Legacy in the future. <laughs> I mean, the, the Arena Rector deck at least makes some sense until you you see the plane soccer and you're like, dude, what the fuck is happening there? And you see like, yeah. the Flip Lens They'll be able everything. to
1: work out, like, because from Academy Rector, they'll be like, oh, okay, so Arena Rector is just a new one. But the Riddler is...
2: That Not. is just, yeah, complicated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, go to like anyone who played with like Rocks Warmonk and go like, you know, this is the future.
0: Like, <laughs> oh, I can block Riddlesmith, yeah sure. <laughs> you can. <laughs> cool, cool. So, yeah, for anybody who doesn't know, basically a, a 3 by 3 you you pick nine things and you just arrange them in some kind of order. Sometimes we, people do it by like favorite, whatever. Our categories are going to be first, second, and third. Inside, best aggro, best control, and best combo and i'm gonna start out on the best aggro deck of the format guys and dun, dun, dun. as a disclaimer the other like kai and Calum, they don't know what i picked and neither of us actually knows what the other picked and kai hasn't even picked something yet <laughs> 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 because he didn't understand the assignment sorry <laughs> uh, we're, maybe we're gonna hire some assistant for kai <laughs> is, is, is your girlfriend looking for a job or something <laughs> <It's> like, okay <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, the best aggro deck in the format that I have picked right now... Actually, should, should we go 3, to 1? Actually, let's, let's start from the bottom. It sounds better. Okay. Um, number 3, and that's actually probably like the one surprise, and maybe I'm biased because I get completely utterly destroyed by it lately, and that's actually... <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> go on, what did you get destroyed <laughs> by? <laughs> um, the, the Rhino Cascade Crash Deck.
1: <laughs> that deck's good. That deck is good. Oh. Um... It's so aggressive. like when It's you lost, insane, right? When you lost so recently, I was watching the other side stream from Arken. And, or maybe I think you won the one. But, but it's, I, I won
0: once against Arkan. and I lost the other time against Arken, Yeah. Okay,
1: okay. It's basically free spells are strong. So you're playing three mana, uh, like get eight or ten power. And then you're backing up with Force of Will, Endurance, Fury. And you have Leyline Binding. It's pretty good. Good card. Like, the mana is bad, but goddamn, it has fast mana with eight spirit guides as well. It's... It's a really good choice, actually. I forgot about that deck. That's a good choice.
0: Honestly, the one thing I don't understand about the deck is why it's playing, like, one or two copies of Uro all the time. If I was playing the deck, I would literally cite that out all the time. Almost. I completely
1: agree.
2: Uro seems terrible. <laughs> yeah, Way <laughs> too <laughs> deadly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, uh, pitch, it pitches to, like, a lot of things, but, mm-hmm. like, again, yeah. this is that's not an Uro deck. I like, the, to... the core kind of reminds me of the old Hyper deck of, of some sort, even though this is not a combo deck by any means. But, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, it had... Like, back in the day, it had a lot of, like, those, like, weird comes into tap with, like, two counters type of lands. Yeah, I don't even know the how they're lands. called. Yeah. yeah. And then you do something on turn two or yeah. turn three. Vendillion Clicks were also in their SR protection spells, I think.
1: Yeah, I remember that. I want to see if this works with Natural Order as well, because Atrax is just good with all these free stuff you oh, get. But
0: how, how do you, get, like, get cheap creatures into play first to sacrifice or
1: Shardless Agent?
0: Uh, yeah, Shardless Agent, I guess, that works. Um... The other thing I'm not too big of like you, <laughs> what what I like about this deck, what I really really like is it's like kind of like, like Kai mentioned it. You you take the the original idea, the shell, the strategy of hypergenesis, and then you shave off a lot of the ceiling, and mm. then you add that on the bottom as as well. I guess uh, floor for the deck because all of a sudden like you're you're much more compressed. Like your your highs are not going to be as high, but. What it still produces is that the trample, right? The trample, the eight power trample on like something like turn two, that's still good enough and you don't need the super high-end stuff. I mean, you might mm-hmm. still sometimes lose with that, but holy shit, the trample is so annoying. There were so many games where I felt like, oh, if these didn't have trample, I could easily steal this game by like chump-locking once or twice. But the okay. trample gets you so hard and then there's like stuff... Um, Brace and Borrow, for example, if, if they brazen Borrow your blocker and you feel like, oh, I'm going to get to my turn, uh-uh, the Trample is going to wreck you. And it's like, fucking No, shit,
1: it, it's it's a proper like, aggro tempo deck. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's
2: like ha- like haven't we haven't we all lost like a million games to like a mid combat violent outburst no. to make those, those rhinos like five th- like no. you know you like you like you 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 make your homework right like you you do your math like you know I got this I'm gonna I'm gonna be at one or two life you know it's gonna be alright and I can untap and win and then they they got this stupid pump spell like it's for some reason that violent outburst actually has some text sometimes. Um, yeah. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. The, the, the pressure that that put me under has been absolutely insane for me. And I'm respecting this deck so much more than I did before actually playing against it a couple of times. So, mm-hmm. to the point where I actually might want to play it. Uh, I, I just love like aggro control com- ish. Well, there's not too much control in but the pitch spells, yeah. It also just very works good. so
1: well with like, because your cascade spells are all the rug colors, you get to play these like pitch elementals as well. Like, fury, endurance are just very good as well. And like endurance, you can totally cast in the deck. You have, and then your eight spirit guides are in red and green as well. So they it all kind of ties together pretty nicely.
0: Yeah, I've seen versions of the deck that also plays like Minskin Poo. I think yeah. that's pretty standard, right? Sure, yeah, I you think can so. do
2: that. Yeah, it's just so aggressive. Yeah. That's like another 4 4 trample, you know, you you can put on a balance. Yeah. Just, just like all the 4 4s. Throw
0: some runners at people. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like like you guys mentioned, the, the, the one big Achilles heel for, for the stack is like the mana base. When you think about it, you you have like triple blue spells, you have triple black spells. Uh, everything is all over the place. I think you also have like triple green spells in uh, in endurance. I guess you can like you mean evoke that, but still Double, I
1: probably. You said triple black. I think that's a Triple. No,
0: I mean like double. Like everything <laughs> yeah, yeah. is double. Yeah. Like you have so many double spells. And then I mm-hmm. I saw some people play like basic lands and even like splash white for something like dude. Like, it the green, plays the white for leyline
1: binding, which makes sense to me. But I mean, I think you just accept that your mana's is bad, and you're you're going to put them under so much pressure that you hope that you get under their mana disruption. I think.
0: Okay, okay. Well, yeah. Um, my impression has been the, the, the times when I managed to beat that deck. That was usually when they weren't able to cast, like, Brotherhood Sand or whatever, have mm-hmm. to, whatever they have. And that's just, like, the end of them. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's my th- uh, third place deck. Second place deck. Uh, I want to say White-Red Initiative has actually won the initiative force, and it's better than uh, Red-Green Initiative. Mm-hmm. Very and- much so. I've been very much crushed by the deck over the last week or two to the point where I picked it up and played it myself, got a 5 and 0 and a couple of like four ones, ones and stuff. I've been pretty impressed with the deck. I don't know how to actually properly build it, whether you want to go a little more into red by having like Fable and, and that kind of stuff or whether you only want the case of Chaos Adventure and everything else is like pure white. Uh, I, I literally don't know, but both versions that... I've seen in action and they have been really good.
1: I think without Fable and what you just said with just splashing for... Spirit Guide and uh, Caves Adventure, I think,
3: because mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think the the most important card in the deck is is Cavern, essentially, and then you build around that. and Fable just doesn't work when you're supporting Cavern very well.
0: Yeah, I, I played the version with Fable for a little bit, and it felt awkward at times. Like the big upside was that you you had a turn one play more often uh, mm-hmm. in uh, in having like the three drop. That's like pretty good on on the first turn. But on the other hand, the yeah. Like, I want to say, like, more than half of my losses were due to the mana just not working out.
1: Yeah, I can see that, definitely. Yeah. But, yeah, good choice. The deck is great. Awesome. I think there was two or three in the challenge top eight yesterday. What? Uh, okay. There was one...
0: Two, I only saw the deck that, what's-his-name, like, Psychotalk Underscore posted. Yeah. And I copied that list of the favors, and I think Matt Brown also did really well with uh, a version that was a Matt lot Brown, lighter on the Red yesterday
1: as well Yeah, so there was two in the top eight, plus a interesting mono-white version. So there was a mono-white version with Chancellor of the Annex Thraben and Esp Sentinels and like even <laughs> Timeless Dragon. But it has four Seasons Engineer, four Touch of Spirit Realm and stuff. But it's it's got Sagas. It's a little bit different, but it's like mono-white stuff.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And then two Red-White Initiative as well. So 12 Seasons Engineers in the Challenge Top 8 yesterday, still.
0: Good card, huh? Yeah, <laughs> and strong. Awesome. Yeah. So, and for my number one aggro deck... It's it's actually been a while since the stack, stack has been relevant in Legacy. Um, it's Murphy. No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thank it's, you. Thank you. <laughs> Praise the it's Lord.
0: Not, it's actually Rock Diver. It's Rock Diver. It's not Blue Red Diver. It's literally Rock Diver, Tamogoyf. Mm-hmm. I think there's no card that has come back harder than Tamogoyf. I mean... Makes sense because the card has basically been absent for a couple of years now, and I see it everywhere, and it constantly causes me so much, so much headache. When when I'm playing the initiative deck, and all of a sudden the Tarmogog is just like bigger than anything I have. When I'm playing Painter, and all of a sudden I can't blast. Like, Kalim, you know that, right? It's so good against Painter. Bring your creature on against me, and you're like, okay, I can either fury your creature or I can blast your creature. Like Mm -hmm. for for Delva, those used to be true for like Like a year or something. Yeah, yeah. Like you can always fury or blast their shit. All of a sudden, I'm sitting here like, oh, if I take my Fable token into it, and then I, like, I don't know, Lightning Boltage, hopefully, and like like,
2: it's and I remember you, you, I you, it. said, you said, like, the very same thing about Tomb Stalker, like, the l- last episode. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but the meta's not <laughs>
0: ready for Tomb Stalker yet, except for, like, the sinkhole deck that Callum posted. <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> what a monster, by the way. Oh, we,
1: So, Pete, Power22 has sent me some screenshots of opponents with no boards so far,
0: quite a few times. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you, I hate it. Yeah, 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 Oh, we can talk about it afterwards.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's that's my top three for aggro. So now moving over to control for, for my best control, it, it was by far the hardest because I, you know everybody knows I love control and guess mm-hmm. it's like best oh, deck whatever. <laughs> so in third place, I got Chess Kai staff because that oh. deck has actually impressed me um, more than a lot of other decks in the past. And I think it's good, especially. Uh, I mean, it's pretty easy. We talked about it in the past. Uh, it's a draw engine that's not very mana intensive because you can spread it out over many turns. It gives you so- somewhat gives you in- inevitability. You don't really need a lot of things to make it work. And most importantly, you could e- you can play around pyroblast with it. By, I mean, you don't need to actively play around. It right? it's just like it can't be hit by pyroblast. And uh, yeah, I, I I'm a pretty big fan of that. I'm wondering actually. Does stuff actually also get around Narset? I never thought about that. Yeah, if you, if you do it on you their turn. Yeah, you activate it on that, but it doesn't work against Hardbreacher, right?
1: Yeah, no, it does. Oh, is like only your draw step. That's what is. Oh, so okay, to That's, okay. that's okay. a
2: real police. Yeah. Narset is
1: one per yeah. yeah.
0: turn. That is yeah. also known to play like a single copy of Humility, which uh is really good. I mean, against Initiative, it's kind of hard to make it work, uh, but once you do, I guess uh you can make it work. And I think they're playing two humility yeah. as well. It's. Oh, are they up to two now? Oh, shit, I think man.
1: So. I'm not. Like, they're changing a bit, but uh, who I playing against yesterday way. in LLM, they had two main decks. Powers that
0: be. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's my third place deck. Second play deck, I guess it's kind of the same, and I hate including it, but I mean, it has put up results and. It seems really good right now. It's the, At least it seems really good Not right now. I don't want to say it's really good, but I, I have to give credit. Don't credit say to the
1: no set days on doing Jesko
0: pile. Well, that's what it says in my notes here. <laughs> oh, how, is,
2: how is that a control
3: deck, dude? <laughs> uh. This is
0: literally like, this deck is playing like, I don't know, two copies of of Supreme Verdict and an Alternate. That's very much a control deck.
2: Oh, we, no, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. You know what? I, I think I got you. I, you know, for a second, I, th- I thought you meant like the uh, Ancient Tomb Khan of Congrate Creator no, type no. of Echo of on deck, you know? This is but who, uh, like, Juju. That, like, that is like like Angelo Cade type Shikis of like, you know, sword. I got, you know, like a yeah, third, yeah, yeah. 30% of my deck are like three drops kind of deck. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, what what uh, I think Juju B in two thousand something won yeah. the Legacy Showcase qualifier with. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that deck. You know what I really like about that deck because the problem that deck has, or decks like that, that they they can go all days on doing what what have you, uh. But then they might still be in a lot of trouble, and they might be like, okay, now I have all these cards, but I still need like so much time to actually catch up with what's going on. They play, I, th- I want to say like two copies of Supreme Verdict, and that deck desperately need supreme verdict because mm-hmm. they probably can't keep up with everything the opponent is doing especially if it's like initiative or something and i i like that 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 like knows what it's like it's not like random terminus, or like oh i have snapcast for salt suppression. it's like no you know i'm gonna do my thing and then once i get to do it i'm just gonna supreme verdict the board and then you're never gonna come back from there i, I like the idea of having like the thing where you you reset everything and you put the opponent into a spot where they can not come back at any reasonable percentage of. of games. I mean, like
2: you know, if if you take like all the way back, like to to countertop miracles, there was like something similar to it where you, you first you get countertop um, counterbalance and top assembled, and meanwhile mm-hmm. your opponent has like already a few time and nimble and whatnot on the field, and then you eventually find the terminus right after that, and then they have absolutely no way to come back and to the game, you know, because like you know counter, countertop was essentially days on doing plus Narsil because your opponent's never gonna. Recover from that, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: you know, similar, yeah. very, very similar in, in that regard. I mean, not as right. good as, as the old Miracles but yeah, if you paint it like that, very much so. Right.
1: I can't believe we're saying just like Control is good on this podcast. <laughs> no, no, you no,
3: no, to no, no, like, you know, dude, like, like,
2: what I'm saying here is like, you have to resolve a three drop, another three drop, and then a four drop, which can't get countered, but that's a lot, a lot, a lot of work. Yeah, Yeah, um, and two of
0: those three drops can be Pyroblast. I mean, in the end, (laughs) it was a hard time for me actually, like, putting together all of those. Like, I I had four-color Anorak, Greed, Bullshit pile, whatever in there, Uh, but... (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, I would I, rather I, appreciate that on on the list. I but, was gonna put know, that in there,
0: uh, but I, I I don't know. Like, has that deck really good. done all that much lately? Like, like, it feels like it for like, since forever that that deck yeah. has been really like. No,
2: I think you made it really relevant. easy for Callum and I to uh, disagree with you. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it. I, like <laughs> yeah, it. I, I, don't, I don't disagree. That <laughs> this
0: was by far by far the hardest category. In one way, it was the easiest because the number one deck was by far the easiest for me to pick. And I guess we can argue over whether it's a control deck or or not. And that's eight cast.
1: It's my number one control deck as well. Oh. <laughs> I have to share it. <laughs> I was I was ready to be like, is this contentious as well? But I agree. Yeah, okay. yeah.
0: This is this actually has a case for being the best or at least the best performing deck right now. And it's so good. I it's, think it it's is the so best deck good. in I the f-
1: format currently.
0: Yeah, 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 very much so. And I wonder whether it's going to come up as something that people hate even more uh like we've already seen like a lot of meltdowns and, and other stuff in response to Painter being good. Meltdown is good here as well, but the deck is very much ready for meltdown, right? They they have their strategy where they try to counter the meltdown mm-hmm. or even like put you in a spot where you they just like like too many cards and it's not <laughs> might not even be good against you. Uh I mean good, but not in, in the sense that it ruins you the game a couple of turns later. So, I I'm very much um, on the side that this is not only the best control deck, but probably the best deck in format, and you, you can't even argue against the results, right? No. And it's not like oh, this is some local meta game where somebody has never heard of eight cast. I mean, <laughs> I guess it exists. Uh, this is this is a deck. It continuously puts people in the top eights of tournaments, makes them win so much. And w- okay. w- w- what's your what's your stance on should it be eight cast or Painter eight cast? Oh, oh, definitely eight cast. Yeah, yeah, like Straight regular, yeah, like, yeah.
2: Regular, like regular, like no no fancy. Uh... Yeah. Combo and, comboing and, and stuff and by the way like you know like speaking of eight cast there's like this hot sauce again from Japan like I think this is like a deck I, I saw 8 cast list this morning uh, I've never se- like uh, there was like a card that I've never seen an eight cast deck and it makes so much sense to me uh, that is like it is basically uh simic eight <laughs> cast there, there is there are two copies of Bozeju in combination with two copies of Otawara in this eight cast list this is like uh, a winning it was a winning deck list from Osaka um, Shinohara again I've not, I'm, I've met this guy like a couple of times in in Tokyo already but he has been a crazy good eight cast player and he added uh two copies of Boseju to his mono blue um yeah eight cast deck
0: so what's the idea you get rid well, of uh... I mean, don't tell me no, Rod. Okay. Nobody uh, plays Nile Rod.
2: I mean, there's also okay. Um, because before i before before I finish it off. There's also another green, actually like, actually green spell in the sideboard. That's a single life from the loam. Um, oh,
0: okay, somebody's going deep. Yeah, this is like, like, like Japanese deck building. I'm loving d- it, d- <laughs> dude. I love it so
2: much. Like life from the loam, like buy and buying back like Otawara and like and Boseju and Urusa Saga. But like the the main, I think the main idea is to just combat the mirror and painter, of course, with Bosejus and like you know get um. Yeah, just, just destroying opposing sagas. Cause I think like mm-hmm. in the mirror game, like a lot of games just come down to sagas, I think.
0: Saga Supremacy.
2: And uh yeah, like buying it back with uh, with life from Loam, like dude, I love it. That's that that's my jam. That's my jam right there. Like it also cool like lo- like Loam also has a lot of synergy with, with Emery. I think. And uh mm-hmm. you can also like Loam a lot of like yeah, like weird artifacts in your graveyard, you know, just buy them back. Stuff so like you, basically, that. you're
0: saying you're you're not loaming back random lands to make your mana base better because that's not really going to work all the way against wasteland. But you're saying you're literally loaming back spells.
2: Pretty much, yeah. Like if, if you yeah if you want to count uh, Saga as a spell too, like I mean the card is broken. It, it kind of um, is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I I love it. Like and also like how how little the splash is. Like mm-hmm. there like you know there's only two posages. Uh, you can you can play them as lands if you want to. The loam you don't have to cast. At all, if you don't mm-hmm. want to, mm-hmm. as so it's technically a, still a mono blue deck though. But I, so I love like the I'm thinking of the outside of the box yeah. kind of thing. So
0: how yeah. do we get green? I guess Mox Opal, Lotus Petal, and, and then we can Saga find Green sources of, of as Saga. As well. Yeah, it's
1: quite That's a lot. It. It's, it's almost like free for a tiny splash. It's very clever.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, love it. Also, like the, the what, if you play one position, you can I was see, gonna like, wait channel you the
0: to other one. That.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That's Any why you technically... got to
0: Technically, you could also, like, play it, tap it for mana, and, well, how do you get into the graveyard? Oh, no, well, you have to pay for Loam to get it back, so it doesn't matter. Okay,
1: never kind of helps find green as well. Like, she can fl- like, you play her, and then she gets back a Opal or a mm-hmm, mm-hmm, In mm-hmm.
0: Right. Okay, okay. So, I guess that's working out, dude. I, I want to see that cool. Yeah, can, can
1: right. we, When you, when you, I'm, when I'm you first put said it, some... I was like, mm, I, don't, I don't like the sound of that, and then
0: now it's making more and more sense. I'm going to put a note here that we put the decklist... Into the show notes, Japanese splash deck list. Cool. Awesome. I just,
2: I just, I just posted it. Wait, hold on. There you go.
0: Yeah, but people can't see it. Uh, we, I'm gonna put it in the show notes. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> cool. 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 Eight cast yeah such a good deck. Seriously, <clears throat> holy shit.
1: Did you? So you sent us um, a, a tweet from Ali earlier with win rates and stuff in the winners meta game. Mm-hmm. I think it's like 61% win rate.
0: What? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I literally, I dropped it into our, in our, into our preparation chat, and then I didn't have enough time to properly go through it before the, before I crafted the show notes. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty sure. Let me just pull that up quickly. So, good thing uh, somebody reads the stuff that I share. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ali, um, who is uh, Albert an uh, amazing lands player. Most people listening probably know him. If not, go and follow him on Twitter. It's at Ali underscore on on underscore MTGO. And he's created this uh, like scraping tool for all the data that the Legacy Data Project gets. And he then does these semi regularly posts about the winners meta game, which means over 5% meta share, and then you post the win rates. So, 8 cast is a 6.8 meta share, and it's got a 62.1 non mirror win rate currently.
0: It's pretty good. Yeah, uh, okay. I, I guess the gut feeling is right then. Yeah. <laughs> Play that deck or hate that deck. But do actually, I lost in the semi finals to that deck in the challenge I top 8 in. People uh, always tell me, oh, the, the matchup is so good for painters. Like, yeah, well, it doesn't it's pretty matter good. when you.
3: Yeah, but okay, you do lose some in the wound. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no,
1: no. I've lost it recently. Um, I've lost it twice recently, and the play pattern oh, both times even. was <laughs> pivot needle on goblin welder, and it kind of just shut down all my actions. So, I'm online. I hate to do it, but I'm going to start playing two of braids. It's, I hate that card so much. It, but.
0: It's really time. Like, where's fire when you need it? We need some power creep for red artifact removal. Well, we've got
1: defiler and paper. <laughs> then it's fine. But, oh, oh yeah. See, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: That's, that's, quite, like, didn't yeah. they say, like, quarter three, hopefully, which means, like, quarter four to me?
1: Yeah, it's probably next year. Yeah, yeah this is, this is yeah, one of the know. biggest fails. But yeah, well, well um, at least they're going to eventually fix it, I guess. I'll just quickly run through the rest of the win rates, because it's really interesting, since we're mm-hmm. just about to go into combo. But, um, eight cards, 62% win rate. These are all non-mirror mirror win rates. Blue Red Delver has 51.5. Randomate has 52. Rug Delver has 55.3. Just Guy Control has 49.3. Elves is 54.3. Breakfast is 49.7. Painter is 54one DNT is 48.5. And Band Control is 45.1. So, pretty good spread, but 8-casts, like, way out But Band Control
0: is 45. Dude, I've been hating yeah. on that deck for so much, and people just, like, don't believe me. <laughs> I mean, it- what even is Band Control these days? Yeah,
1: for me, control now. Like we'll get into it when I say the best control decks, but I think it's eight cars and then staff. I this whole day thing. I yeah, there. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> okay, let me finish off the, the my three. Your three here with the combo decks. So in the third place, dude, it's so hard for me to pick the third place because I wanted to name Doomsday, but I couldn't really do it. Uh, it's thank it, you. I, <laughs> okay, so in third place, I actually, have F's and. Mm that's AFs. a legit choice yeah 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 uh, if people ask which kind of elves, uh, i think it doesn't really matter all that much whether you play with Nettle sentinel or without it as long as you still play like the the n- normal combo version with um like i guess i've talked about this quite a lot i i don't really distinguish in f's between like oh this is reclaim f's this is nettle elves. i've even played AF versions where i play both or different variations sometimes i cut current ranger down and stuff as long as it's still like that combo deck and you don't go super out there. For example, um, Aaron Glendless recently won, I think, a challenge playing uh, Mm -hmm. a combo version of elves with just like a reclaimer, which is basically what I consider elves right now. And that's what I'm talking about. And I think that deck is really good. I looked through all the mass removal that people are playing. Thankfully, there's not too much Plague Engineer right now because there's, first of all, not a lot of people playing Black. And also against the rest of the meta, Plague Engineer isn't that exciting uh, right now. And the other thing to check is the mass removal that Delva plays. And (laughs) Delva does still play like one or sometimes two copies of mass removal. So I I can't really make an argument for, oh, you're not seeing any kind of mass removal out of Delva. But overall, it's not that big of a deal right now. So there's no submerges and stuff. And there's like no, I feel like very few decks have specific elf sites except for Fury. Like Fury is the one big thing that's still keeping elves somewhat down because that card's just like the worst <laughs> I, just, mm. I never want to play against even though like if, if you play like I don't know like Reclaimer it's a little bit easier to play around that but overall we see elves doing really well I see I mean, a meta game that is okay for elves there's like very few combo decks that really like completely destroy it. where you feel like oh if I don't craft my sideboard accordingly I, I have absolutely no chance and that's why I want to put elves in third place reasonable Sick. deck
1: okay I've got I've got some Love I've got it. some arguments against it but I'll wait till my combos. okay cool
0: <laughs> Second place is my most boring pick. That's just like Breakfast. Breakfast is just like an all-around solid deck. Uh, I I, almost didn't want to include it because I felt like, dude, I... It's just like fucking solid, which is so weird because that, uh, historically, like Breakfast was always a wonky, weird combo deck, but now there has been so much work put. Like I remember when Breakfast yeah. was basically like a five-color deck. And there's been we'll, so we'll much work to put baby. into Breakfast.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's that's where we are right now with breakfast. And I yeah. have to concede that I think the version playing Stoneforge is actually better than the version not playing Stoneforge. Even though I'm a Stoneforge hater, but mm-hmm. I've I've seen Stoneforge do, doing really well in that deck. And that's that's my second place deck. And that's first place deck, Ugh, dude, I, I have so many. I, I, I included this one even though I didn't want to include it. Like I literally I didn't I didn't even have it in my top three at first. But then I thought about it and was like, dude, I I, I cannot not include Black Red Reanimator right now. And it's weird because we, we've we been talking about it for like a month or two, that this is just a fad and it's going to go away and people just need to hate it more. On the other hand, I feel like we're already hating it quite a bit and it still keeps putting up numbers. And if I have to really think long term, I still believe this is going to die down again. But I also recognize that I've been saying this for a month now and it still keeps <laughs> like putting two copies into every top eight. So I have to give credit where credit is due, and that's why I put it in first place.
1: It is good. People should be playing six, seven graveyard uh, sideboard cards for it online. I think
0: (laughs) I'm not even sure. Like, (laughs) is is that the way to go? Like, why why come to vintage? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say like this is this is like vintage numbers. At at that point, I'm almost like starting wondering: should we just like base our deck selection on the existence of Blackbird Reanimate in the first place? And you know.
2: yeah, I I think you're completely like uh, misevaluating the uh, the stack because like we've, we 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 sideboard all the graveyard head. We think that's probably enough, and then we usually lose to like hardcast grief and doughty voidwalker, <laughs> like those kind of creatures, right? <laughs> like, and, like and like th- that's like a, a strong plan B. They've never they've not had hexes like in years, I think. Like a, a solid plan B, and like I'm not even talking about that show and tell stuff because like I I don't even think that show and tell is, is a good plan B strategy because it gets counted so easily. Um, even though people don't s- technically si- don't sign in blasts, you know, so like mm-hmm. it's, it's not, it's not whatever, but, um, anyway, like those creatures are like, yeah, I, I think it's kind of the, 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 scam approach, right? Like where you just, you just double grief your opponent turn one and then you have a three, two, and then they have a fistful of, uh, I don't know, like s- fairy macabre mm-hmm. in their hands and, and whatnot. Yeah.
0: Sorry, it's journey. basically exactly the same thing. Why? Why I felt like when when I play against breakfast, I don't want to side in like six graveyard hate against <laughs> breakfast because you you just like lose so many games sitting there with, like surgical and, and stuff, and, and they, they just, just go like do. Yeah, yeah, exactly Which right, vary. and yeah. that, that's why I'm feeling like I'm not even sure if like. Good. Adding like, extra graveyard hate is the way to go against like, like as, a, as a
2: doomsday player like I, I started to side in she old Reds versus reanimators, so I can outpower their griefs and uh doubt void walkers like I'm not even kidding that, that's and then like, they that's thought a- season
1: reanimator it. like, <laughs>
3: <"Yeah." laughs> well it's like
2: as painter I side
1: out all furies even though I know that a way I can lose is like grief and doubt void walker and fury is awesome because it mops them up but my way to beat their like main combo plan is also to like uh, have creatures in play like the goblins and then if they just like you know discard a fury or I have to invoke a fury and then they get to reanimate to animate dead it's brutal oh
2: yeah. gosh Good. Mm. welcome to hell Yeah. so, how, <laughs> yeah. so, so
0: what's actually what, what how, how, this, how do we beat this like is, is this something we have to still figure out because I, I don't have an answer already right I, now
2: I, I think like the answer is probably that you, you, you need hate you need graveyard hate and counters mm-hmm. but you all like all this while maintaining a solid, fair game plan, like a, f- a game plan that just overpowers griefs and doughty voidwalkers. Well, you're basically saying I should you play know. time ago, guys. Uh, Like you know, <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's
2: the, that's in the back of my honestly Tomo. though. I, th- I think I think like no, scavenging this no. might be
1: even a little better than that. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> well, the okay. problem is not the I. You don't want creatures that are reliant on the graveyard because doughty voidwalkers enter your graveyard.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, yeah, yeah, still going to get, like, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Well, I think you just... I just mean, Tomograph of... is still going to be big enough.
1: Also, Source of is just, like, good against their Archons and stuff. Like, Source yeah. is good against Reanimator. I know Grizzlebrand can draw loads of cards. Oh, but that, that's but... some
2: good advice, right? Because, like, I I think, is good. like, the, the um initial reaction is to always cut removal and bring in mm-hmm. Graveyard Hate. Because, like, you know, why would you, like, want to a yeah. removal versus a crystal brand deck, but mm-hmm. you know, I thing is, like, they also have a lot of like archons and, and yeah, other things I, you can easily plow.
1: I leave in bolts as Painter now because he kills Delphi or Ooh. Grief, and Ooh, like it's that's all it does. Sometimes, <laughs> yesterday playing against Reanimator, um, they went down to three and I had a bolt in hand, <laughs> ding, ding. but I didn't have any red mana, and then they just <laughs> it. Um, okay, but no, it's it's good. I maybe it's better than I've been. I've been ragging on it a bit, thinking it's whatever i i tried a version of painter with um void walkers and Leyline's main deck and then you can like engineer for helm i was trying that out and stuff it's kind of mm-hmm. cool so that's like the reaction to the metagame you're talking about and part of why i think this like uh hank the abyss's deck is pretty cool because you just scam these wins with Dalthior or Ley- Leyline <laughs> game one it's pretty cool
0: awesome so, yeah, that's that's my legacy is 3 b 3 Callum, why don't you give us your your data? Well, where did you arrive at?
1: All right, so it's we've got some similarities. I'll do the same thing as you. So let's start with best aggro, number 3. Aggro is the one that I found hardest, because at the beginning I was like, there's no aggro decks in the format. Like, they all suck. So I went number 3. I went Rugged Delver. So you had it number 1. So obviously I've got 2 above it. It's good. I don't think it's like... I think Delver is in a really... Nice place for the format now where it's a solid deck. And I agree with you, Rug is better than Blue Red or Grixis or whatever. Like, if you're playing Delver, Blue Red based, Rug is supposed to be. Goyf is amazing. So we have that one. Number two, I did it, I think it's aggro, but Shadow. Would you call Shadow Aggro? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Of
0: course. Of yeah. Course. <laughs> what else would you got it? Like combo? <laughs> it's it.
1: It can play pretty mid mid rangey, like with Strixes and stuff. But I think Shadow is still very, very good. Um, it's the deck that plays Turek the best as well. And I think if Initiative mm-hmm. goes this more white direction and doesn't play Furies, Turek is very, very good in the meta game, uh, especially with staff control. Like all their removal is white. So I think to like Shadow, I think is better than the other Delver decks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my number one is White Red Initiative, uh, as we said. Uh, that's I forgot about rhinos. That was a good shout, but I don't think it's better than these three in my mind.
0: Initiative, yeah. Is, it, I mean, it's, it, it for, for me it was between rhinos and shadow, so I mm-hmm. can very much shadow see shadow okay. being in there as well. Uh, may, maybe maybe that's some recency bias, having played against rhinos a lot and being super impressed by it. But yep. shadow is very much a solid choice as well. That's fair.
1: But so we we, we shared Rugdelver and Initiative, just where we place it, and. This initiative being number one could age not great, but I think it's starting to show up results pretty quickly. Um, I had some notables, and I think these are all pretty good, though. I think Hammer Time is very, very good. The only reason I didn't include it, I think it's really strong and underplayed, but it's going to have tons of splash hate for 8 cards being the top deck. So it's not something I want to recommend right now, but I think it's in the right metagame, very good deck.
0: So if you say Hammer Time is good, I could also see like Infect being good, or is that... Yeah. Two different
1: Infect, I just don't know that much about. It's mm-hmm. just Sam playing it basically.
0: Yeah, the thing is, like I saw Sam mention that he thinks Infect is really right position, but I mean grain of salt and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: It's uh I mean there's also Usa Saga in Hammer Time, you know, Usa Saga is pretty good. Oh yeah, that
3: gives you more staying power, that's yeah. that's for sure.
2: Yeah.
1: Um the other notables were like red green initiative, but I think white is just better. And I'm always impressed by ninjas. Like it's not really on the map at all right now, but I'm always kind of thinking it's pretty good. All right, that's that's a wild card it's not as good as the top three anyway so they were just but I think anything that has game versus humility is probably in a good spot because people love control and okay. people okay. are gonna play this stuff humility deck and retrofit to foundry is pretty good against humility as what I was thinking
0: <laughs> it's actually insane against humility yes yeah. yeah yeah so. I still <laughs> haven't seen that much humility yet like we've been talking it up and uh, it shows up here and there and I even like like I told you I lost against a lot et etc hmm. the other month and everything or week. Uh, may- maybe we're gonna see even more of it. In the I future. feel like
1: I've seen tons, considering how we haven't seen it for five years. Plus. Okay, that's true. That's <laughs> yeah. true. That's very much true. But I was watching Arken stream the challenge yesterday, and he he kept having it in play. So,
0: oh, he yeah. was playing it as well. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Cool. So give us your control decks.
1: Control third place. I have Blue Zenith.
0: I have to mute myself. <laughs> this is this is what you
1: <laughs>
3: really really dislike. Has,
1: <laughs> I think it's better than the Just Guy like days doing deck it hasn't done a ton of results recently there was like one in the top eight last week but i don't know i just think with a cast being good i think having zenith for oof is pretty strong and they have like night of autumn as well this is like the only control deck that i've ever really struggled with with painter at all like consistently over a good number of matches so but but you
0: uh, still side on megas of the moon against them right
1: they just play abundant growth and loads of basics
0: I yeah, because I, I I think the the original guide you sent me once told me to do that, and I was like, I yeah. really don't want to do it, and like my mm-hmm. results have gone way up once I stopped doing it.
1: Yeah, no, I stopped quite quickly as well. The, the first okay. guy was okay. probably wrong. No, no, so, yeah, it's the one that plays Abundant Growth, and then I don't know if they play Natural Order for Traktor now. I don't think those ones are the best, but anyway, I think Blue Zenith is good. It's, I think it's pretty well positioned, underplayed a bit, and people just love Jeskai Colors, so they're playing the staff decks, but uh, I think it's good. Um, then number two and three are like basically the same as you. They're quite predictable. I think just staff or like however you want to build it. I'm not sure if with Stoneforge or not, but yeah, staff with humility and then eight cast number one.
0: Yeah, think, yeah, yeah.
1: I think we can all pretty much agree with that,
0: uh, except for the five color. But dude, dude, honestly, <laughs> I I can even buy that that stupid five color abundant growth deck is actually good mm-hmm. because it's. Uh... People, um, you know whenever my people biases. play against
1: it, I know you're biased <laughs> against it, but like, I I just think it's good, and I think it's way better than the whole day deck, and I think it's better than like Anareg pile, whatever you want to call it, Minsk
0: pile. And, and it, it still plays procedure and stuff, right? And you your side. No, what's it called? <laughs> Fuck, the, the stupid Sky Noodle. You're yeah, 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 Yorian, Yorion. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Like I, 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 I'd be thinking so much more highly of the deck I didn't play Abundant growth or Yorion. Or Yo- <laughs> yeah <laughs> sky noodle, dude. Uh Yorion. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Just but, like I can't.
1: Yeah. I there was I don't think there was many other contenders for me. It was just these three.
0: So is, is there even anything else that's like remotely close to, to, to uh, like we, we've got these four decks between us? There any fifth deck that you would really even consider? Like, I guess four color. <laughs> yeah, okay, four, then we got four color in the first
1: place. Um not really. Not is, the there,
0: is there any kind of like SPA control? Not just really, right. as control? control is usually... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably the closest. Yeah. Lands
1: are close. I I was I was between Lands and this like Green Zenith Monday growth mm-hmm. deck, but mm-hmm. lands, I think was poised to be very, very good again, and then it just hates the initiative. Um Ali probably has plans for it and stuff, which is cool. Like their mana is weaker now, and they have less turn one plays. But uh, no, initiative being still in the meta game so hard is is mm. bad news for lands. So that's why I chose that.
0: Cool. So now the the most interesting category, because we might have a lot of disagreements here. What, what's your top three combo decks starting like, from the bottom? Don't think you'll disagree too much. Oh,
1: okay. So, I I elves on my mind as well. But the reason I don't like it is because I think Opposition Agent is quite popular at the moment. Um and there's Furies, like like some initiative decks are playing Fury, Painters playing Fury and stuff. So I didn't want Elves there. The other notables were Mono Black Helm or Hank the Beast's Rector Scam Deck. I think they're both very good, and they could have been in top three if the decks just weren't better, but they're very good. Um number three, I have Doompo,
0: Tempo doomsday. <laughs> We okay should... yeah 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 except for the name i'm very much on board <laughs> yeah, but seriously doompo sounds like a 90s <laughs> yeah. kids character it sounds like a dumbo or something yeah dumbo the, like the, the flying elephant or something <laughs> Dumpo.
1: but um it's kind of like on people's radars now but the people playing it went on a tear like francis was tearing it up with it i saw people constantly posting that they're like Fifteen and two or whatever with it, and constantly trophying. So <laughs> like everybody, <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone in the world. It's
0: just, just like you equip the deck instantly plus turn wins. Okay, sweet, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> Number two,
1: I'm really surprised you didn't include. It's painter.
0: I consciously didn't include it. Yeah, just because mm. of bias. Um, no, but I mean, yeah, bias because I get wrecked on the weekend, but also because people mm. are so fucking ready for it. They are. And I, I I would have probably put it in something like fourth place, mm-hmm. uh maybe over Doomsday even. But I've been running into s- like at this point, I think more than 50% of my opponents are having like, you know, Emerald cool guys, yeah. whatever on the sideboard. And it's not the end of the world, especially at this point I'm actively expecting it, and I'm basically keeping in uh Soga and Lantern in every single matchup, except yeah. for like ones where I'm supposed to cheese them out with something mm-hmm. else. Uh but it's so common and it's so annoying um because you you basically i mean even though we beat it and like we mentioned a lot of times you don't even like need to need to um go for the combo anyway like Mm -hmm. over 50 percent of my games i don't need to combo but you know how the threat of you comboing off even though you eventually don't do it makes them play in a different way they them having the peace of mind that they don't need to respect that threat also makes them like play in a different way that's that's the original way yeah all right, that's I'm, that's where i see where, where i see myself losing some of my mm, equity
1: i'm gonna put a caveat on this then i think paper painter is number two with the filer online i think actually mm-hmm. i'll agree with you and it's number four like that's that's a good that's a good reasoning like you're right it's absolutely everyone is ready for it so let's say in in paper i think i'd still st- stick with this but online mm-hmm. i think i'll put doomsday number two and then i think i'm gonna put the Rector scam deck uh in number three is the slightly wild card? I know it's only Hank the Obese played it, but like, I think it's powerful. Okay, you say,
0: you're saying people should be playing more of that deck. Yeah, I don't no, want them to. I kind of played right,
1: like mm, right after. Yeah, but um, the Mono Black Helm deck is good as well. It's been putting up a lot of results, and I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I would probably paper, like. Weirdly.
0: I would put the the Mono Black Helm and the uh, Hank the Obese deck into kind of the same yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, it is actually. All right, so that shell.
0: Help me out again. So for online, what's your what's your top three?
1: For online, it's uh Black Helm, either the Rector one or not, in number mm-hmm. three. Number two, Tempo Doomsday, Doompo, and number one is Breakfast as well. It's just great. As you said. Notable omission black Red reanimator. Yeah, I I don't remember. The deck that still. has
0: like what 60% win percentage or something?
1: No, it's fifty.
0: Okay, okay, never mind. I probably exaggerated it. Let me find let me
1: find it again. Oh, I think it was I think it was more than I expected. Honestly. It was This is again from Ali. It was fifty two percent win rate. Okay, that's not exactly exciting. I just don't massively respect it. I think it's it played a ton and we see it spike. And it can spike. It's good. It's better than I trashed in it last time, but you know, I don't put it in the top three. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah, no. Okay, yeah, I mean okay, they, you know, okay. there
2: can be a lot of decks that are like, you know like four four to six maybe. It's it's kind of getting close. Like, I mean, dude, you guys like took literally like all the options possible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got any fun ones to pop in? Yeah, you uh, know, when I was like, when I was cheating and I was looking at Kai's because Kai, like it's kind of hard not to see which ones Kai picked uh, because you can see it in the name of the links. I was like, Dude, what the fuck are you talking about? What like, laser Dredge? Like, what the fuck?
2: We got to to talk about all this like in upcoming episodes, you know? Sure, but, sure, sure. But you know what? Like, I I think I I'm mostly with you guys on um on these lists. Uh, a couple of things I'll maybe change. Like, it will give um, us your rundown. Yeah, I'll I'll probably rank uh Rock Delver third. Um, I'm with Callum here. I think like Tamagor is good and all, but it is also like.
0: It's I a fucking 5-6, man.
2: Dude, dude, like, who cares? It's a 5-6, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's bigger than
0: anything, like, the other decks can produce.
2: Yeah, I mean, they got they got a bunch of, like, vanilla-ish creatures, but the, their disruption is kind of medium now. Like, they, they don't run as many counters as
0: they used to. No, you just, like, you bolt all the opponent's creatures. Like, you can even, like, what, what are people playing against? Unholy Fire, or whatever it's called? Unholy Heat. Yeah, that, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> that's probably a card in Magic that's called Unholy Fire. You know what? Let me look it up. I want to know. Yeah.
2: No, that's probably for the Modern Horizons next year. Like don't spoil the Yeah, that's one well, mana shit, deal okay. 10 damage to a creature
1: can't be counted.
2: Yeah, like no unconditional. <laughs> only but it's it's only does
1: 3 damage unless you have like two or more cards in your graveyard, then it does 10. Yeah. And you got to you, you got to work if,
0: for it, man. Right. Holy shit, there's literally no card in Magic that's called Unholy Fire. Mm, How do does it? it even make sense? Ding but, ding 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 ding. But there is there is one called Garbage Fire. Okay. <laughs> really? Oh man! Like
2: I didn't even know that there was. Okay. We should try
0: to get that into like some kind of painter deck. Yeah. it sounds like exactly the kind <laughs> of card we want. Painter do is the garbage fire. Yeah. Like awesome. That. Awesome. But so again, yeah, you, like you, you know, have... like
2: I think like rock rock delva. It's pr- probably I'm 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 trying to look at rock delva more as a like an aggro control deck, but it is pretty much just you know in your face or uh, the, the the least amount of um counter, counter backup you can have. Like it's almost kind of like a a ish deck at this point where you have like. Mm-hmm. Way too many creatures. Like you know, I used to grow up uh, with the uh, with the mindset that Delva decks are not allowed to have more than twelve creatures. Like twelve is the absolute maximum, and like you rather have like eleven or ten creatures in your deck. I mean, that's but, how
0: we used to do it, right?
2: Right. But Winchrobe uh, is a threat, bro. Into, with the, also like the Mungus was no touchy. So um, <laughs> Yeah, Rock Delva on third. Um, second, I um, I'm on um, Black uh, on on uh, Boros Initiative, except. That I think I've I've seen a few Japanese lists like with uh, splashing Vinota into those decks. I, I'm not I'm, I'm not an expert on uh, Boris Initiative, but I think this card looks pretty appealing to me because it pitches to like a lot of spells, and just gives your gives you like a lot of like mid range push in addition and like kind of, kind of like a card advantage. Um, I've seen these ones. In they addition. play like
1: Rob Master and Legion Warboss as well.
2: La- y- yeah, you could do that. Like Laelia mm-hmm. is also pretty pretty popular mm-hmm. among those card choices. And then um, you play like the eight initiative. So wait, we
0: were talking about like that four mana vinota when it attacks and then you sacrifice like an attacking creature and then you No, no, no.
1: It's way better than that. It's four mana four, four, and then whenever you attack with a non-human creature, you reveal cards from the top of the library until you reveal a human. You put that creature into play tapped and attacking, and it's indestructible until the end of turn.
0: Dude, that's right. so much better than that that five mana thing that five fire squad, squad that people played. Yeah. That was four yeah. as well,
1: yeah. but this is much better. So like all your goblin tokens turn into uh, seasoned dungeoneers and uh Chaos, caves of Chaos adventures. Right. Or is it Oh, you can hit f-
2: I mean yeah like yeah. that's the only exception that's like Vinota like it looks at the top 6 cards mm-hmm. but um it has a, a super high density on 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 uh hyper aggressive creatures in the deck. It's not as like prison isk anymore, but it's just, it's like a pure aggro deck. But you know, this is also a category for aggro decks. So I don't know what the
0: <laughs> yeah, problem yeah is. like um, all the zombie decks are aggro decks in, in this regard, right? Uh, I would yeah. say
2: it also it also is pretty pretty decent versus like the regular Boros initiative decks that you know mm-hmm. try to like out Thalia you or something like that. You know yeah. that that that's, that's always the thing. You know, with the ancient tomb decks that like. You have the ones that want to like prison you out of the game and then they're like the pure, literally like standard style, like ag- pure aggro, no prison like elements whatsoever and then they just crush the other.
0: I'm not even sure I want to play Thalia in those decks.
2: This one doesn't. I've, I've seen it. I've played against it quite a few times as well, this Winota one. It's also a human, so you know, you probably don't want to play that with, uh, with the Nota. Yeah.
1: This one like but, has, has more red producing lands. I.
0: Wait, yeah. you don't want to play it with Wynota I thought Wynota yeah, no, only no, gets did, humans into play
2: Wynota says like whenever a non-human creature you control attacks
3: oh, yeah, oh yeah, fuck that, this card that, is complicated dude this <laughs> is beyond my horizon See, that's, that's, why, <laughs> that's why you gotta
2: like play a bunch of like goblins and shit yeah so you want
3: your
1: lower curve to be non-humans so you play Fable mm-hmm. and then the eight mm-hmm. goblins and then your your top of your curve is the caves of Curse Adventurer and Seasoned Engineer which are humans
0: oh I, so I was gonna like I, I was gonna hold it against Wynota that it doesn't have haste but actually doesn't need to be have no. haste right no so no. you 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 play like let's say your turn one I don't know Archon of Emaria and turn two Winota and you attack and then you get in there.
2: It doesn't even play Archon this version. It's
0: I would play Archon. That kind yeah, of
2: but hy- yeah, but theoretically, right? You you play any creature like any non-human creature first, and then you go Vinota, attack, sap, and then, yeah, you, yeah, know, yeah. you get okay, okay, instant value. And that that's you know that's uh, like the instant value thing is probably like something mm-hmm. valuable. <laughs> <The> current <laughs> legacy, you know. Um, we you don't find have a to second wait another
0: water. turn. Uh, hey. <laughs> okay, that's pretty cool. And, yeah, and people so have been doing well but that in, uh, in Japan because I haven't seen that on Magic Online at all.
2: Yeah, like, it's it's not a, it's not a popular legacy... Co- it's, it's more like a commander staple at this point. Um, I, know, I know,
0: I know, I <laughs> know. <laughs> it's very much a commander staple. That's why I was <laughs> <Right>. so surprised.
2: <laughs> I think it's like the... the, the like Are the you trying to sell, in...
0: like, a commander staple into Legacy?
2: Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> Three no, I, I, I just picked yeah, up I a couple of, like, lists recently and I thought they were kind of interesting. I think this is
1: about... Four or five weeks ago, but three when you Phil like posted a few five o videos with it and yeah. was saying this deck is real and stuff. You so. can
2: also do a lot of crazy screenshots. Um, oh, that's the what good for yeah. yeah. <laughs> you do yeah. a lot of weird overkills. Sometimes it looks like a of Behemoth kind of attack. You know, okay, from time to time. okay, <laughs> yeah. But that's like that's my number two for the yeah, best trish. aggro deck, and uh, first is yeah, I I think like I. I, and undoubtedly it's uh, it's uh dash shadow for me like the, okay. the deck is insanely powerful it didn't get nerfed or anything by the bands. it was already pretty powerful before before the bands, i want to say and maybe the reason why um you don't see many numbers is that yeah, why's that? Um, wait, maybe I, I people don't like
0: either. underground. Maybe sea. because it's not as good as you think. No, it is? Maybe, maybe maybe people don't like underground. See, I
2: don't know what the problem is. People
1: okay, that's like eat... cheapest answer I could Dude. imagine. I, 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 I can buy it being number one. Like we just we've got the same decks, but just switching first and second. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mm-hmm. went like, initiative just because
2: it's like kind of the rage. But I can definitely buy Shadow being better as a few weeks ago. I mean, like Death Shadow. The only thing it needs to figure out is like how to combat Soul to Plowshare's decks. But like once you have that figured out, and it. It doesn't matter if it's like Turok, uh, Dreadcantor, or it's, if it's like some mm-hmm. code of Cunning action, or maybe you just side out all the Death Shadows and just go grieve on them, or whatever mm. it is, um, or the or like the, the Whale, maybe. Um, it's, you so you it's, gotta have options, Yeah. and I, I just think you mean that... Ex- you right? What do you mean?
0: You mean the... What, what's it called? Spell Ethereal belly. Uh, whale? Wait, that yeah, card's that's, actually coming back?
1: Like... It kind of, it's very you, good with thoses. Very, could, very,
0: you good
2: could play, you could play that or the uh, or, or even Murktad Regent, like mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. one of them. But or Tombstalker, the card, the insta or Tombstalker, <laughs> just crush, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. just, just crush oh, Okay, so you're, you're saying you're going
0: back to that thing where we play like no blastable creatures and just like go straight up like tomb. Like this is almost mono black splash blue at that point.
1: Yeah, it is. I, I it would is, stick yeah. to the grief reanimate shell that they're doing though. I think it's just really good. Yeah,
0: I mean, can't you do both, like grief reanimates and and Tombstalker?
1: Uh, you you could you can I mean, but it's it also a lot plays of th-
0: slots for threats. But doesn't it also play Merktide? Sometimes, like
2: you, I mean, you can only play this many uh, death threats, or so, mm. uh, you know.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like replace they have, like, like, with like four shadow,
2: three or four Strix, and then four grief, and then three right. or four reanimates. I mean, I've I've already seen Decklist without Battle for Strix, even because it really doesn't mm. do anything.
0: I was going to say get rid of Strix, um,
2: but you know, like it, the way i see it is like the the death shadow deck it looks to me like a super old canadian threshold where it's like a aggro deck but sometimes you get those three wins because your opponent really doesn't do anything for the, for the first four turns or so mm-hmm. like you know back in the day it was like stifle wasteland days and now it's like you know i grieve you t- twice on turn on turn one and then i deploy like one two threats and they yeah. literally gonna like just ride it you know i have to imagine um,
1: even though you say something to do against those splashes i think it's probably brutally good against like Jeskai guy staff stuff like you just you just discard their relevant cards and then they have these four drops that you make them play into days. Him is yeah. insane against Jeskai decks, like absolutely insane. Um, and then yep. you have this
2: Turek actual card as well. So yeah, okay, I'm I'm sold on that. So I'm saying okay. it, I'm saying it here. I'm saying it, like I'm saying it as a Doomsday player and like Death Shadow <laughs> is literally like the worst, like among the worst matchups for Doomsday. <laughs> but like people should play more Dash Shadow. That deck is no joke. It is. Crazy powerful, it is crazy fast, and also has, like, Snuff Out again, you know, except the Mirror, Snuff Out is among the best removal spells right now, and it's super good, versus number two and number three, like Boros and Rock Delver. Mm-hmm, These are mm-hmm. all non-black decks, so, uh, yeah, you know, still good. play more Dash Shadow decks, also pretty fun to play, and... Uh, Try to be smart in terms of combat, you know. With, <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah. Cause. Maybe that's why not so much people, not so many people are playing. Because, <laughs> because, because
2: I like, you know, back in the day, I fucked up in modern. Like, I just never attacked the Death Shadow because I was way too scared that my opponent could top deck uh, Reality Smasher and just, you know, just fuck up with my math. Anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. Cool. Those, those are my best three aggro decks. For control, I'm, I'm, I'm already with you. I think on a lot of those choices, I would probably try to. Scratch the the five color abundant growth deck and maybe try to squeeze in like a National order type of ban deck, baby.
0: Uh, oh come on, like, no, no. Like, dog, I, I, dog. like
2: whenever I touch, whenever I see those deck lists, like I I tend to like the ones that have like an oops I win button more than other ones. But it's not even
0: an oops I win button. It's, it's not. That's that's my biggest criticism of the deck.
2: Well then, okay. Then scratch that and just uh, put it. I mean, it, you you can put, put it in no, there. No, no, I'm no, just no, going to give know, you shit. Well, you because know, like,
0: I feel like I can't give you shit without you like, <laughs> like taking
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> no, I would I would rather take Alluren maybe because like I don't know, Alluren is like a tier five deck. That's a problem too. Are we talking yeah. about control? <laughs> yeah.
0: Allurin?
3: Okay.
2: Fine. Scratch that too. Then last last attempt to put in a, a control deck at the top three is probably and Taxes maybe on, okay, on,
0: okay 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 uh but Julian's, it's gonna be julian like, just
2: loves death and taxis like yep get these five color decks out of here <laughs>
3: <laughs> Dude, this is like
2: this is not even like a good or a bad it's just like like what does julian approve <laughs> kind of rank you gotta
0: No, back, it's man. just like you uh, i i have so many thoughts about like control just like being a horrible choice to play in like any kind of uh eternal formats and, Dude, i'm yeah. with you like i think i control still sucks. want to money match you
1: with
2: like a five color <laughs> control
1: deck
0: I've kind of control. It's, that's just like, uh, what are you doing with your life if you if you choose yeah. like this is like, this is my deck?
2: Again, don't be don't get me wrong. I think there are a lot of good control players out there, and I I honestly don't know why. Well, you why don't have so, to sugarcoat
0: what, this. We're not an American podcast. No, no, no. Like, but the thing is, like,
2: I, I don't even <laughs> like how I don't even know how you how you can uh, put up results with decks that are like, in my opinion, that are pretty terrible. Anyway, Death and Taxes, I think is uh, is back on the menu. Not because not because it got any like any prints, but because like all oh, the other decks got a little weaker, maybe.
0: No, no, actually, I feel sorry for talking you out of Band Control because you you apparently like the deck and now I made it like shitty. Like, no, bro. dude, I,
2: I, I, dude, I already I already hate it. I already hate it. Like I, I tried I I tried to make like entreat the angels work. It didn't work, and now I hate it.
0: <laughs> wait, 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 we we are talking about very different decks then. <laughs>
2: <Uh-oh>.
3: <laughs> okay, okay, cool. but
2: uh, yeah, uh, Jeskai staff definitely up there. I'm I'm still like on the I'm a little curious side of things. Uh, don't really know like how how, how legit that deck is, and like also the there's no there's no stock list, um, mm-hmm. for now. Like I don't know like how how many humilities are gonna be played in those deck lists and planeswalkers and, and whatnot. But I'm I'm it's kind of the the maybe thing and eight cars is undeniably like uh number one i think there's no doubt about that um as for best combo decks i would like to uh, squeeze in a show and uh, probably like sneak and show as number three mm-hmm. that deck is not overpowered but it just keeps winning like medium size events i think here and there and then there's also like people like jpa for example like, like wing zero f Wing Zero, I think, is is called on. Nobody knows online. how
0: to properly pronounce that name. Yeah, Wing, wing of uh, he, Zero. Dude, MP. he's
2: like a he's a pretty cool cool dude from Japan. Like he does break oh, yes. uh, break dancing. Yeah, like he's actually pretty sick like he can like you know just do like a lot of like <laughs> twists and things and like
0: do. you know like now i like to imagine like every time he gets off the first turn one show and turn to emrakul like he he's jumps like, up like the <laughs> he just break dancing <laughs> on his floor and then he passes the turn
3: <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's how you do it
0: right okay sneak and show in third but, place yeah, i can s- see that
2: sneak and show are probably like the the, the faster approaches with like daises and and, sm- and spirit guides and things like that
1: um
3: mm-hmm. and then we'll just add
2: the reason i didn't put sneak show on is because of humility is. Oh, dude, that's not even a staple yet. Like, we tried to make it a
1: staple. I feel like I'm seeing it everywhere. I don't know. Really? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Like, you
0: you say you see it everywhere. I see it every now and then, barely ever. Uh, But when I do see it, it's always very good. So I guess I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of with you with regards to quality, but not with regards to quantity. So yeah. I have a hard time It, it depends what it. you
1: see. It's like... I sneak and show and elves. I didn't put because of humility and opposition agent. But it, as I said, it depends what you see. Um, they are very good decks, and so if you're not seeing these cards too often, then the power level is there for sure.
2: Oh, totally, totally. Uh, on number two, um, well, like you know, I'm, I, I, I can't, I can't. Yeah, well, I have to say it. Uh, it's, it's, I think it's Doomsday, uh-huh. and uh, the reason why I think that Doomsday got a little better post uh, post bans is because, like, first of all, a lot of people are like, are, um Putting a lot of sideboard cards ver- um, against like artifact stuff and graveyard stuff. I think this is like the the, the thing people are like constantly trying to to do, right? Like Serenities yep. and very macarps and whatnot, and like none of those cards really touch Doomsday. So like, why people are doing all that? People start cutting like. Dress Downs, for example, or like like other cards that are pretty good versus Doomsday, and you know it's it's not it's not a big number by any means, but um, this is like I I played like two leagues yesterday and uh, almost trophyed one of them, and the the other one was like a three and two, but it felt pretty pretty good. Also, PS, I'm 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 on one versus Oracle again. Screw you guys, (laughs) big big (laughs) big words. (laughs) Screw you guys. Like you know, it's like
0: all the way back to like twenty twenty two. When you can look good doing it,
2: yeah, dude.
1: (laughs) Um which version are you playing personal tutor or Doompo?
2: I no no creatures no nice. creatures in, in the main board yeah it's like a a turbo list but um I'm pl- I'm trying out pact of negation again because and ideas unbound like like all goodies and oldies um oh I saw a screenshot with uh, ideas unbound in play
1: <laughs> I
0: saw that one too Dude, screw that.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that How many lands did you thing? have on
0: that screenshot Ah, I had
2: f- about four or five in my yard. Yeah, shout out to Power Twenty
1: Two, who in the in the yard was two wastelands and two sinkholes. With both your basics in the graveyard, dude. Like
2: <laughs> that was a hell. Of, that was a hell of a game. Like, have you ever like played against someone who, uh, has a spell dancer? And like double him to Torox you or like you know, <laughs> shit like that. That is insane. You <laughs> must have a lot
0: of fun. Like I that can see why cool. Doomsday players sometimes don't wanna play Doomsday. Because if you get hit hard, you get hit hard. Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: Also you lose everything. <laughs> so uh yeah, that's uh, um that's sort of like, you know, um doomsday on, on number two, but it can easily be switched based on like what people play in the sideboards. Like it can easily be painted again if, if people uh, stop playing artifact hates and then mm-hmm. like those crazy one off cools in a sideboard. I don't care about the artifact um, hate, it's the it's the shuffle effects from
1: aggro decks that's hard. So Okay, yeah. I mean
2: they're not very good, you guys should all cut them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And number one, I think I'm, I'm with Julian here. Like reanimator, black red um, doesn't ha- necessarily have to be the the blue black version. Like I saw a couple of copy, a um, couple of decks running around with, like Attraxes and Forces and, and careful mm-hmm. studies, but I I just I just believe that it's not needed. It's kind of unnecessary, and uh, you should just go uh, yeah, black with red raptors. Yeah, Black red all the way. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Yeah, um, I guess that was our three by three here. It's gonna be interesting how it checks out. Like, if you guys were completely unbiased and here to play a big tournament tomorrow, which one of those decks that we see here on the screen would you pick?
2: Eight cast. I, uh, <laughs> I I just suck at eight cost, so I can't. Oh, <laughs> um, my
0: camera just died. Anyways, we continue. <laughs> um,
2: I probably yeah, like Death Shadow or Doomsday is probably what I would pick.
0: You know it's kind of weird. Like I don't even have Shadow in my top three aggro, but you guys really talked me into Shadow now. So I almost want to pick Shadow.
2: <laughs> oh man! <laughs> you, you have no idea, Julia. Like the deck is nasty. It Ooh, is dude, really dude. ridiculous. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Okay. So for me, it's like probably like Rock Rukdhava Shadow, something like that, or eight cast. Eight cast is also really, really good. Mm-hmm. That's I don't know. We will see. We will see how it works out. Uh, in the future, uh, as we talked about, we might actually do a do a thing, right? Top three decks of all times uh, in the sense of like that we enjoyed them or whatever category. I guess we, we could also have something like, I don't know, your most, your favorite deck of all times, the most dominant legacy deck of all times that wasn't banned within like a month or something.
3: No, <laughs> one
1: of my choices was banned within a month. Let me have it. Yeah, yeah. See, that's oh. why I excluded it.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> well, something like that. Like, I, I think that that's kind of cool. And but until then I think we're gonna call it a day. Do you guys have any shout outs for the week? No. Uh, no.
2: Nope. that's that was
0: good. Nope. No new tournaments here in the UK? Like it feels like they're coming up everywhere right now.
1: I have Warhammer tournaments the next three weeks in a row. So Oh, okay, okay. I'm uh <laughs> Magic the Gathering, I've never even heard of it.
0: Okay, let's <laughs> let, let us know how those worked out then. Yeah. Okay. If you wanna support the running of Everyday Channel, you can do so by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Or you can support the running on the show on patreon.com slash everyday channel. If you want to follow us on social media, we are at EternalMTG on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to become a Patreon, join the Discord, hang out with us. By the way, the Discord link has finally been fixed. Like, I think a month ago, you you get auto-added to the Discord once you've connected. So that's perfect. And you can join those those, um, exalted ranks of our Eternal Witness. tier. support us, Salvatore, Orico, Tommy Hinks, Testacular. Sebastian Hollager Guillaume Sean Dewey Francis Kauper Cassandra Davis Benedict Gruber and Severin Schwarzuber and our Grizzlebrand tier supporters I think we made the joke of having to rename them at Traxxer tier even though I still believe that <laughs> Grizzlebrand's just like way better <laughs> Grizzlebrand's better we can, we can honestly honestly it should probably be the the Archon of Cruelty tier right? yeah <laughs> <laughs> I lose the Archon of Cruelty so much God that it. doesn't sound as flashy though yeah. Victor Benaz Batshe Scott Monroe Jeremy Gates Henrik Korkut Tom Hepp Andrew Whitman Kane Ian Seyfeld, Fritz Sternard and Paragon Games in St. Louis. Everybody have a great time and I think we'll see you by the end of the month uh, where Kai might also have a lot more announcements for us. Mm-hmm. We'll see maybe maybe in May then. You ready? I'm I'm going to be excited. Everybody have a great evening, have a great time and see you again until next time. Bye bye.
1: Bye, ciao.